Atlantic with Abraham Lincoln. Louisiana Purchase, that's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. So fucking fast to play it, like <laughs> fingers are moving so fast. Like we had, we had to, um, we had to pause the game <laughs> because he was fucking moving so fast. And Terry tried to explain it, but he didn't really do a good job. It's an ad. It's just audio. You're gonna have to hear. It does. You can just hear it. It doesn't matter. That is the most. That is that is in the show. It's a crazy. It is a terrified scream. <laughs> well, <laughs> the Jinji Ito presents Family Guy. That was like the most effort I've ever heard a voice actor put into a scream. Yeah, besides uh, Endeavor at the end of uh, the fourth season of My Hero. And it's just, it's just Family Guy too. It's just Family Guy. It was a crazy episode from what they told me. Uh, Lois had brainwashed Peter into like. Basically, she says a certain word, and he'll eat her out. And she, uh, her mom, accidentally said it, and he ate out her mom. That's why she's screaming like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was wondering how would we want to do the candy stuff. Like, would we want to start off like by eating a random candy and then? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode two hundred and eighty-six of the All You Here podcast. I'll be your host today, Patrick, and joining me today are my two chewy co-hosts. <laughs> uh, There's a visual bit happening. My name is Candy Cole, and I'm gonna watch candy and eat scary movies. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can see this, but you can. Yeah, Wenzel has a red panda mask on that's covering his eyes and uh, nose, and he's looking wrong, like quizzically. Like it r- reminds me of the masks from uh, the Wicker Man, of the villagers' masks that they wore to the Oh, festival. yeah, the, the animal mask, yeah. yeah. My right. name is Wenzel, I'm here. Yeah, so, real question, Wenzel. How many women are you going to punch in order to get your daughter off the island? Mm, none. That's a weird question, Pat. Well, it turns out you didn't watch the movie. And your daughter just died. The, the one you didn't know existed until and there was no were. woman missing, Pat. It's all a front to do a cult-like sacrifice. Yeah, but, you know, there actually was a daughter in the, in the Nick Cage version. Yeah, in the original, it wasn't even his daughter. Yeah. Not the bees! Yeah, which, you know, fun, nice segue because uh, last week on Cage of Greatness, we watched the uh, 2000. But that has nothing to fucking do with this episode. Just shut up. It, this is, we have to plug even more now because there's even more shows. That okay, go true. ahead and plug. Yeah, go uh, 2006 version of The Wicker Man was, was watched on Cage of Greatness last week. Go ahead and check that out. It was a good time. Okay. Special guest. Cool. From Wisconsin. Ooh, the land of cheese. Ooh, and serial killers. Yeah. Okay. And um, serial killers hiding in cheese. What? Episode number is this? 286. Nice. 286. 286. Okay. Yeah, we come a long way and apparently not far enough. No, 
No. Well, I think with this episode, since we're still with the spooky season, we have uh, more spooky stuff to discuss. And I will turn it over to Wenzel because this was his idea, and he has curated a very special list of content for us to enjoy today. Wenzel, if you would. Welcome to Wenzel's Horror Corner. Shorts and sweets. I'm doing a persona, kind of. Oh, tell from Crips. Kind of, yeah. yeah I, it, I wanted to do a bit. It's you know? the it's the winds keeper. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait. I don't think red pandas make that noise. Do you know what red pandas sound like? Probably like. It's, like it's a bold good. choice to make your your horror persona wear a red panda mask because red pandas are the most easily frightened animals in the kingdom, and they're not scary at all. I mean, if you're a pussy, and I'm not. <laughs> anyway, Jesus Christ! <laughs> so we're just gonna have fun editing this episode. Yeah, so what I have done is I I have been on a I, I've been wanting to watch some horror films for October and I've been on a kick and I was just like you know what I'm obsessed I want to watch some short horror films uh, I hit my goal of a hundred films so I'm like okay I want to watch some shorter stuff and then I was like well why don't I get all these other fuckers to watch shorter stuff so I I um the watch I watched some horror I watched a lot of short horror films and I chose the ones that I thought were like okay. These are good. These are classics, and these sound interesting. And I made a list. It was uh, twenty-four, but some somebody was irresponsible. It wasn't me. I swear. Yeah, I'm sure. Okay, it was me. I'm the crypt keeper, and I was very irresponsible. So I like. So we'll be talking about twenty-one. But I'm gonna do some supplementary stuff for you guys uh, because I I, I do want to watch all of these. But some of these, with with some of these, we'll talk about. Uh, there will be some that will just be me and Colt, or um, Pat and Colt, or all three of us, and um, we'll talk yeah, about and those. I, and I've chosen not to talk about anything with Wenzel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that happened. So I saw every single movie. Colt every did one. see those, so I'll I'll get his opinion. Even the cake fart one that was only on my link. No, wait, hold on. I think I think some lists might have got some. Wait, uh, what? Mixed you up sent in there. me the cake fart one and the uh, the the one of the dude that hadn't came in forty years and is like shooting out like constantly. Oh my bad. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's what Wenzel's private list. Yeah, sorry. That was. Um, I've, I mean, I've already seen them like fifty times over. They're classics. Yeah, sorry about that. But um, I watched them like four more times for you. Thank you for doing that. You know um, what? We salute your service. Anyway, um, Colt's a fucking weirdo. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're doing. But also, too, since we're in the vein of Halloween-y, Halloween, we're going to eat some candy. Candy. Ooh. We're kind of bringing back the uh, sweets and swims kind of bit a little bit with the shorts and sweets. Yeah. But this time... Um, we're talking about movies, and we went to Five Below, and we each picked out our own little um, cabinet right. of candy. 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 And I also, uh, one thing I, I have come to really appreciate about Five Below recently is just, like, the whole idea of, like, dollar store otakus. Because, like, they, they have, like, anime stuff there now. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? <laughs> I appreciate anime fans on a budget. 
Yeah, because I, I, I showed Colt. They had fucking a wig for uh, Deku, for yeah, Bakugo. Like a bunch of My Hero wigs. Inosuke from Demon Slayer. It was really... <laughs> you know what? It was badass. It was uh, pretty epic, too. It was and they had epic. like five below... Like it, versions of like volume ones of certain popular manga. Yeah, uh, and like besides anime and stuff, there were just some, there were just some funny shit. Um, entering the fart zone. <laughs> oh fuck! There was this corner back in the toy section where the signs were the funniest shit I've ever seen. Yep. There's signs like "danger, do not enter fart zone" or. Like uh, gamer, uh, gamer at work, boss is being destroyed. XP getting earned. Enter at your own uh, risk, risk or whatever. Yeah, there, yeah, I saw a lot of gamer uh, peripherals and gamer merchandise on the back end there. Honestly, I think y'all need that for the backlog, boys. How else will you prove your gamer cred? I we were gonna. I thought about buying some more bits for the for this show specifically, but I I, I didn't. I too visual, you know. Oh yeah, because we don't we didn't have like a whole visual bit at the start of the goddamn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. And Whatever. you totally didn't bring a mask even before you knew they had. Take it up with the boys up top, okay? okay. Uh, I'll take it to the very top. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so yeah, um, I guess let's try, we'll try candy, we'll talk about a movie, and then so on and so forth, we'll go down the list. I gotta plug in my charger for my laptop, so uh, somebody pick a candy right real quick. Uh, I'll go first, I'll talk about a candy. I got some Haichu, uh, and this variety is berry mixed with black cherry, raspberry, and blueberry. Oh, a lot of berry action. I mean, it's, it's berry mixed. So. Uh, I consider getting the... Fucking goddamn! Are they fighting them? I'm fighting for my life over here. Uh, I considered getting the, the soda high chews, but uh, other, right. other things have prevailed. So uh, here's a raspberry. Raspberry, uh, Here's a black cherry. Here's a. How come there's only like five blueberries in here? That, that, there's some disproportionate packaging in this. Candy Edition. economy. I don't trust it as for a bit. Uh, I agree. Ooh, raspberry. Okay, I'm trying to get one each myself. You do you have raspberry? No, you don't have... I got blueberry. Black cherry. Black cherry. Try that out. Better mm. boy. What do you try? Black cherry. All right, let's talk about movie. <laughs> All right, what do you want to start off with there, Wenzel? I chose... I drew. Oh. I drew. I have this broken up <laughs> into sections. So the first section is oldies but goodies. And this one's from 1972. It's La Cabina, the telephone box, directed by Antonio Mercera. Mercera. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're really taking your time. It is so chewy. We didn't have a problem with it. It is very chewy. It is true. Okay. Anyway. It's called high chew for some reason. I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, this takes place. Um, you good? I don't know where this takes place at. <laughs> Why'd you say it then? <laughs> I thought I could honestly wing it. Um, <laughs> I know it's probably in Mexico. I was like. I was going to say either Mexico or Spain. Just, just edit this out. 
But okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so <laughs> it, this is a Spanish uh, Spanish language film. Uh, in the middle of a square, we get some mysterious guys come up. They're in uniforms. They install a telephone box. It's very pristine, very minimalist, red. Um, they install it, leave the door open, walk away. A businessman, just a regular dude, um, is walking his son to the school bus to go to school. He waves goodbye. Um, it's in the middle of a square, in the middle of a, a like apartment city complex kind of thing. He goes up to it. He thinks, like, you know, I need to make some calls. So he goes into it, starts to make some calls. Phone doesn't work. So he's, like, sitting there wondering, and the door just happens to whoosh, close. And as it closes, he's he can't get out. It doesn't open. And multiple key people come up and try to get him out, and they can't. Eventually, it got to the point where somebody yanked off the handle, and uh, one guy tried to break open the glass by using his shoulder. He was like a strong man, basically. Like, he's just like this big, burly dude. Big, burly dude. Can't do it. Everybody comes around, watches it like it's a spectacle. Pointing and laughing at him. Pointing and laughing. shithead kids. Yeah, there was like, hey, you're a monkey. Fucking annoying little dude. Like, should we throw peanuts at you and stuff like that? It's really... It's really crazy, and um, eventually. Um, so I, I should mention too, full spoilers for all this oh, stuff. Yeah. I mean, these uh, are all like I think La Cabina was the the longest. One. It was the longest yes. one. It was thirty four minutes. And, so and I'm the, so glad you included it. Yeah. Um, so and eventually, uh, I'm talking about full synopsis right now because it's very short. Um, eventually, the cops try to help him. The firemen try to help him. They can't. But the guys that installed it come back take it and drive put it on their truck and drive off and everybody's like okay bye they'll deal with it bye which is like which is like insane but um and then basically he's he's driven around town inside the fucking box and he's like screaming like like help him help him everybody's just waving by uh, eventually until he comes across another truck with another telephone box with another guy that's trapped inside and he's just like it's almost like a mirror because the only thing difference between the, the the main character and the fellow in the other box is the other guy doesn't have a mustache. The other guy does not have a mustache, but he's a businessman. He just has his suitcase, and um, they drive off, and eventually they make it to um, he he they separate. Um, he makes it to a complex, like out in the middle, fucking out in the middle. It's, it's like he's a mountain. driven for like presumably hours, like for like far into the wilderness. Yeah, until he gets like it, it almost looks like a like a dam. Like yeah. that sort of level of like stratification. It's like it's like a mountain. It's yeah. basically on a mountain. And he goes in there, and as he's driving through, he sees other boxes being cleaned out, being shipped out, being all all this. Then finally, they take him off, put him onto a platform. the The thing takes him up and takes him into the facility. Um, it's like a like a crane, I guess, but it's like a suction, I guess, thing. Um, they take him in, and then he sees other boxes and. They're all filled with fuckers who have died, who are very, very decayed. And event- in various, uh, various states of decay. Various states of decay. And eventually they plant them down, and then he sees another guy trapped in there, but he's, uh, he's trying to suffocate himself with the phone cord. And that's it. The, the doors close on him, and that's it. That's the end of the story. They place another telephone box in the same square, leave it open, and it's exactly like the beginning of the film. Mm. And... Um, uh, what'd we think? What'd we fucking think? Uh, th- this was a really a, a strong one to start off with. Because, like, it is it is funny how a lot of it isn't... It is sort of comical. Like, there's like there's a very dissonant soundtrack to Opus. Like, very, like, jaunty. Mm-hmm. Accordion, very kind of carnival, kind of, like, whimsical kind of sounding. And then it, it, a lot of it kind of just feels like 
a little farciful because like he's sucking this box and like this just a whole gaggle of like looky loos kind of just like gawking pointing like some people like are like genuinely helpful but so it's still pretty light like people who like who help him at first like oh i can't help it we'll see you later you know hope for the best and then you know like the cops come in and then the the firemen come in and then the the actual like phone workers come in to then take them off and so like everybody's just like well i guess we're done and just everybody just like waves and goodbye and, yeah. like it's just like this big like stunt so he's just sort of like mystified the whole time like what the fuck and and what really surprises like the the the, the emotional journey you go on because like it starts off really like and you're it, and then you kind of go to like the a more quizzical part when like he's taken through the city and you start seeing like hints of like the bigger scheme of the phone this phone company. Yeah, it's, then they uh, it's not the phone company specifically. I don't think because I feel like it's another organization that's taking people using their own boxes that look exactly like normal ones because there's a normal box where a guy walks out perfectly fine. Yeah, like there because there's at some point the guy is. Driving past another guy in the same exact phone box, but um, he just uses the phone he, and gets he, out. He, he uses the phone and gets out, and that's the difference. Is that every other one, the phone doesn't work, and you get trapped in it. And he he used the phone, and then he opened the door. So I, I think there was like a slight, like it's first, like a slight half second where it looked like he, he couldn't get out, but then he pushes his his way through. Yeah, and I think having like that moment where he can get out with like. And later on, we see, like, you know, them shipping out, like, these trap boxes. It really, like, starts to build up, like, this sense of, like, suspicion. Like, turning such a mundane, everyday object, like a phone booth, maybe not so much today, but, like, at the time, like, how, you know, you can just walk into a phone booth and make a call and it might never, might not ever get out. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's absolutely absurd, and uh, there's, like... I mean, besides the dialogue of the people outside of the box, uh, there's no really dialogue between him. Every time he tries to talk, we were getting his point of view outside the box, mm -hmm. and there's just no sound. It's completely soundproof. Like, he can't... So, it's like, anything. it's fucking crazy. It's so, um, yeah, I, um, uh, I loved it. Um, what, what were your thoughts, Colt? I, I loved it a lot. I, uh, at the beginning of it, I didn't think, like, it would be, like, a typical horror. I was not expecting that ending at the beginning uh obviously but i felt it just being fun i thought i was having some fun with it because all these people are doing like gimmicks and bits where the two guys pull on the door and they fall over like whoa yeah and those little kids doing their stupid little shenanigans and then the big guy runs into it he's like oh, i can't do this and he walks off with his bag yeah uh and then there's a, just a little kid in the crowd with a bunch with, of with like the, food on his head and the guy behind him is like eating the food off the tray just like just eat like how they would cut back to him like just like stealing food from the the, the, the boys like bread box and like it's it's it, it has like had this weird thing of like about like i get society or how a lot of people are or may not be aware of the danger that's happening and it's like, oh this is just a weird little thing isn't that like quirky and then and then how how a lot of times you may be passing by someone and you may never know that there might actually be in danger where you see whether you see them or not there might be someone like having like the worst day of their life and you have no way of knowing that yeah very um ah oh man it's like it's very claustrophobic obviously in the sense that this guy is trapped in the um the box but also in the in the fact that like 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 you said you know like everybody's watching him like a spectacle 
like nothing's wrong and um he's like he's trapped and nobody nobody's really understanding how much help that he needs i mean kind of like um you know like uh i, I mean i know I, I got this mask i'm wearing from a zoo and i've been to zoos and i love zoos but it's like you know kind of like a zoo like these animals could be in like dire pain or great need or i mean there's a moment too where the car stop or the truck stops with him in it and then on the side of the road these look like these um these guys who would like um would be like who would be part of like uh, a carnival or like um like um what is it like a a, circus like a circus sorry a circus and um they they're all like it's just just really kind of like quiet shot of them with their face paint on they're all looking at him and it's kind of it's kind of like a mirror of that as well um yeah i uh i thought this was great i thought it was brutal too like just 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 like and seeing like little like like obviously he's like very like disturbed like what's happening when he passes by like the funeral with like the glass casket yeah Mm -hmm. and i was not expecting to have like like they get sad in a bit like because there's a moment where it ended this sort of interminable length of his trip he uh he, he passes through that the second of another town where he sees a little boy with a ball kind of like chase after it like a lot of the little boys do and he's sort of reminded that his son he reminds him of his son because like how quickly his son like went into the booth and went back out how he, he could have been trapped and it's playing like an instrumental version of if ever, well, I can't remember the song, but ever, ever so fond, there's no place like home. And it's like, it's a really sad moment where he sees the little boy, like, you know, he can't catch up with it anymore. So he waves goodbye. And it's like, he's, it was like, he, like he'll never see his son again. Yeah. It, and then whenever he was making or he was being put into the facility, they start playing this choir music. That was just. It's weird. Like, it's like, it's a, it's a opera. really cool song, but also yeah. it's very like disconcerting. Yeah, opera where it's just it sounds terrifying. It's very scary and um, yeah, just very despairing. Like something so ordinary, and then this shit happens. Um, yeah, uh, this gets so you can easily watch this on YouTube. Um, Obviously, almost all of these are available on YouTube. All, all of these are available on YouTube except for one, and um, but that's fine. And um, I say give it a watch. My rating, personally, I gave it five stars. I loved it. I did the same. I gave it five stars because I really, really fucking enjoyed it. Especially that ending. Just the all the different dead people is just... The fact that they were all in different states of decay is really what I enjoyed. And the fact that you could... He looks over and he sees that guy killing himself actively. And he slides down on the glass because he realizes... Either he's going to have to kill himself or he's just going to rot. He's just going to starve. And it's like, why are they doing this? Like, what's the purpose? Very crazy. So, I This is definitely one of my favorites of the bunch. Start off with a with a banger. I mean, I haven't, like, put my star ratings to these. But this is, like, easily, like, my top five of the bunch. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, um... What's another candy we should try? Um, well, here, here's one. I know this is one that uh, multiples have. I have trolley, sour, watermelon, and the sharks. Oh. Because, you know, ever since we had those gummy sharks at uh, Bucky's last week, go back and check out our episodes where the Bucky's taste test, and where Ash got the gummy sharks, I was oh. like, you know what? I can fuck with some more gummy sharks. They smell fantastic. Ooh. Oh, mm. bitch. Oh, it's so soft. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. This is good. Mm. I've usually got more into like watermelon candy lately. I fucking love artificial watermelon flavor. No, these hit. Like, I mean, I'm a, I'm definitely a gummy bitch. But Trolley, they know that most of the time their candy is really good. There's definitely some that are a little missy, but watermelon sharks, get them. They're good. That's fucking good, yeah. All right. I also got watermelon sharks, so I'm just kind of opening them up. Um, yeah, so next up, we have a, another oldie but goodie. This is the last one of this section. Is uh, The Black Tower, 1987, directed by John Smith. Ooh. But that is your real name. Yeah, well, that's your real name. Sadly, I didn't get to see this one, but I have two people who have. So why don't you tell us about it? Um, I'll, I'll describe it. Um, it it's... This is a uh, it's a short it's, it's about this man who you don't see he's he's narrating the the, uh, the short. There's very little actually in the visually in this because it's mostly a black screen. It's very minimalistic and in, in, in its presentation, but essentially it's about this man who sees this sort of very mysterious like black tower. It's like kind of, it's like basically kind of like a modern day building, but it's kind of like a, almost like a. I have a house on top of it, but it's completely just like a dark black. And no matter where he goes, he always sees this building somewhere in his frame, in his line of sight. And it's almost like the the building is following him. And it's basically, it's just him going through his days, becoming increasingly more paranoid over the fact that this object is constantly in his line of sight. And it's a, in terms of its presentation, it's it's very, it's, like I say, very minimalistic. It has some, some unique choices of like how it represents like time and how the the building quote follows him, because there's a lot of almost like choppy, like deliberately choppy editing that sort of like to show how unstable his mindset is. Yeah, how like it'll have. Part of a frame will someone will walk past like a dividing point in the frame and then it will not fall through the other side. Like a car will pass in front of a tree but doesn't go through the other side. There's several different versions of that. There's a scene where it's implied that he's running away, running away from the building, and it has like this, this like this click clock, click clock, like running sound, but like it keeps flashing like uh, one scene of another with the building, like back and forth, back and forth. And it, it's weird because I, it's one thing like the concept, the concept of it, I found really unnerving. But the presentation itself, I wasn't really into. Yeah, I, I for someone like this, I feel like you need to be able to see it for uh, to, like just to see it. For the full time, I want to see stuff happening in motion around it. I want to see normal life happening as this guy's like, you see this black tower? And he's like, do y'all see that? And it's questions he's asking people. Do you see this tower? And they're like, no, I don't see it. Uh, but you don't see these people walking around anything. It's just yeah. videos of like a night, not a night, uh, like a sky. You see this black box. Because uh, like, yeah, there's, there's several, several different shots of this English town with the building like superimposed into it somewhere and pretty conventionally i would say for you know one from the 1980s seven eighty seven oh uh 87 1987 yeah. okay i thought it was it looks like it's from the 70s because but also it's like it's british so like uh, everything in brit looks like it's from the 1900s 
<laughs> I mean, that's true. I mean, there's stuff that came out in the 90s. Look, it was made in like 1970, but that's beside the point. Um, yeah, like it, it, like it kind of gave me a little bit of paranoia. Like, I feel like this type of horror is something that really kind of fucks with my head. It's like, oh, this is this this is what spooks me. But but the presentation itself is a little like it's only like 11 minutes or something. But it's I, 20 something. It's like, or it, it, to me, it felt like. Okay, I, I kind of get it. it's a little dragging, but like the one thing that kind of kept me going is like that, the concept of you've seen something, no matter where you go, then no one else can. That's fucky, but like the packaging, you know, take or leave, but I think you, the conceit of it is pretty strong, despite, you know, whatever box it's in. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, Pat, I enjoy the concept, but I didn't really care for it. It was fine. Okay. Didn't hate it. Didn't like it. But, and plus, I could, I could also see somebody like, is a fucking building. What's scary about that? And Yeah. I mean, it's like a metaphor for death or. Yeah. But to be like fair, that. like an all black building, that doesn't exist. You know, like, yeah, so. I mean, it looked like a void. Like a. Ex- yeah. It's, it's like this solid black building on top of a tower. So, so like, I, I think that'd be unnerving for anybody. Yeah. So, because like, at the end, it, like, it implies, I think the guy died. And then a, a woman's voice pops in, a woman narrator. She's like, I've noticed this black tower in the sky, and then it ends. Mm. So it, it might be like this thing that's like, it's, it's like this entity that it just picks someone at random to like be, to view it, and then it slowly drives them crazy. Because like, at, at, at one point he leaves the city to live in the woods, like live in like the nature, and like, and he's fine for a while until it shows up in the woods. I was about to say, like, that would be such a cool idea for, like, just a straight-up, like, full-feature film, maybe, where um, you go in the woods. But, like like you said, like, there's actual, like, um, you see the people, you interact with the people, there's more moving footage and stuff like that. And then, like, you're in the woods, and then it's just there. And I think that would be a really cool sequence of, like, fuck it, we're going to go up to this black tower. It goes up the black tower, it's like a void. And you, I think you could come up with a cool like nightmare sequence or some shit. I, don't I mean, know. He, he, that that's how it ends from his, his perspective. He finally decides to say, "Fuck it!" Like there is a compulsion there the whole time, but he decides just to give into and go inside, and then it ends. Yeah. And then it cuts to this new the woman's perspective and how like she sees it now too, mm-hmm. like an unrelated woman. I would very much like to look more into this. I, I think, yeah. I think you would. I mean, I think you would like it more because I think like this is definitely, like I said, very strong concept. I think the actual like presentation of it is just gonna be your mileage very very. Yeah. Okay. I like the house because it reminded me of Dora Hedora with the demon house. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> All right. For the devil house. Um, what was your rating, Colt? Two and a half. Two and a half. Uh, do you uh, have I, one? I or? guess that'd be probably where mine is. Like, okay. you know, I liked it, but not like it's on the lower end, though. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, let's try another candy. All, All right. right. Uh, I got these strawberry uh, puff trolleys, and uh, ooh, more trolley. I smell it. It smells so fucking good. Because Five Below, they have a ton of candy. Like, I think even more so since the last time we went. Ooh, these are actually gummies. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, you can smell that. Um, oh, I got two. <laughs> these <laughs> smell bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, they're all stuck together. What will I do? That's fine. Ooh. 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 Oh, they're really good. Oh, wow. They're very chewy. 
Mm-hmm. That gummy. These are a, a thicker gummy, to be sure. But um, watch your spooky I recommend movie. get a payday. Those things are banging. Get some trolleys. You can't go wrong with trolley. Those, those are really good, though. Mm-hmm. All right. So next up is has a section <laughs> called Internet Classics. Internet <gasps> So these are the ones that I if you if you're if you've been online um, for you know a long time or if you've just been anywhere on the internet um, in the in the 2010s you probably have seen these if not uh, I guess go see them I mean they're, they're pretty fun they're classics they're classics so uh, first up is a very fucking classic one it is bedfellows from 2008 directed by drew daywalt from daywalt horror <laughs> so this is like a very like uh, short one as well like two minutes this three might minutes. be the, the shortest one yeah um and so what this one is about is it starts off normal enough there's a lot of blue but it, it takes place at night we're in someone's home, um, master bedroom. A woman is sleeping next to her partner. Um, we see that she's married, happy. Um, her phone starts to ring. Um, it's on the other side of the bed near her partner. She's like trying to get him to go get it. He doesn't get up to get it, so she has to reach over to get him. And then she gets it, and then she opens it, and then we hear a voice on the other end. It's her husband. And that's where the terror starts. <gasps> because who is the guy sitting next to her? It's a monster. Yeah. It's a ghoul looking like... So what happens is then she looks over and we get a shot. She doesn't see his face, but we... The, us, the viewer, the camera is staring straight, straight at this creature. Um, it's just it's just kind of this like exorcist kind of looking... It kind of uh, reminds me of like a white face version of the demon from uh, Conjuring. Salem's Lot. Insidious. With- uh, oh, uh, are you talking about the lipstick demon for Insidious? Yeah, kind of like. I mean, not exactly, but like it, it, those kind of vibes. I, like, just I, like- will, I will say the makeup. It's like if you look at it, it's it's very. It's just like white makeup, dark eyeshadow, um, like pointy, like shark teeth, like basically. Big, like Cheshire grin, piercing eyes, piercing eyes. I will say that. And um, then she like slowly starts to reach over to see who it is, and then. Ah! It's a big like jump scare. It jumps at the viewer. and then it plays some rock music. Yeah, I remember watching this in middle school and uh, actually being scared of it because I thought that creature was fucking horrifying. Yeah. Now, not so much, and I just didn't like it. I thought it was so bad. Yeah. See, I like I said, I included it because. I watched it in middle school as well. If you've been anywhere on the internet, it pops up everywhere. There are still people who think it's absolutely fucking terrifying. Just a revolutionary work of horror. Oh, it, it, I'll, I'll be honest. Like the only one, the only one I knew was Lights Out. Cause that just that was the emphasis for that movie that came out. Yeah. a few years ago. Uh, I guess because like this was kind of after my certain time on the internet. Like <laughs> I guess like we you know. Obviously, these came out in 2018 and 2013. So I guess like it just this came like, out in 2008. Two, you said 2018. 20 2008 uh, 2013. In, anyhow, like I guess like there's a period of like creepy pasta culture that like I had, was kind of like not a part of because like I was because I was like 18, 23. Because so, you were an adult. I was a grown man. So, but wait a minute, are you calling us baby bitches? Uh, I, there's a certain genre of creepypasta that is only enjoyed by kids. That is true. I mean, I will say, like, he, because there, there's a jump scare in, in one of these that feels very like Jeff the Killer. 
I, uh, yeah. I so, felt like this was kind of Jeff. I felt like this was kind of Jeff the Killer, though. Uh, like that, like that era creep bot. And like, I'd never seen this. So like, when like the boogity, I was like, I, I did get startled because I had never seen. Oh, that's a nice boogity. Oh, okay. But like, um, you know, it, it's three minutes. It's kind of like, what was that? There's like a subreddit for like what two Senate horror movie. Yeah, uh, horror yeah. stories. Like it's yeah. it's very that. Like, yeah. Um. No, it's no. It's kind of like what what's that one that that goes around a lot? Um. The little girl is in her bed, and it's like, can you check under the, the bed for monsters? Yeah, I'm and scared. And the, and the little girl's under the bed, she's like, there's something in my bed. Can I say this short two-sentence horror story I saw on uh, Twitter today? Sure. Okay. Um, I was having sex with my partner, and I stuck the dildo in. It had a bite mark in it when I pulled it out. <laughs> there's a demon baby inside of her, and it ate the dildo. So she was pregnant? Yeah, it wasn't a good story. Uh, Okay. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a good story. <laughs> I, I, I will say one, one one that I chose that didn't make the list because like it's still ongoing. Uh, an artist on Twitter, Lumpy Touch, uh, they have a great recurring series. But they do uh, they take the the bad two sentence horror movies, horror stories, and make animations out of them, and they're they really <laughs> accentuate uh, the, the lack of horror in the plot, or just like there, there's some really deranged like stuff they come up with. I'm just like. I don't know, whatever fucking bullshit. I, I walked down the hall and, I, and the light turned on, but it wasn't me. Or like that kind of just like weird, like nonsensical bullshit. Yeah. It's clearly middle schoolers just having fun. Yeah. I say, let them have it. Yeah. But also let me make fun of it because it's funny. Um, but this wasn't made by middle schooler. This is made by a full grown man. Yeah, it definitely was with that fucking ending song. Or, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, I gave it two stars. It is what it is, you two know. Two stars. I mean, I really don't know, like, what more you can say. I mean, it's a three-minute uh, yeah. story. So, uh, yeah. Uh, want to try another candy? Well, you got candy-wise that you want to share with the class. Yeah, give us candy. Mm, let's try these berry clouds oh. from Haribo. A lot of gummy action, by the way. A lot of gummy action. I love gummies. I think it's one of my favorite candies. Forms of candy, that is. Ooh, I'm going to get... Uh, get this one. Excuse me. Excuse me. Ooh, very soft. I'm gonna get pink. Oh my god, it's soft. Mm-hmm. But it's not as soft as the watermelon one. It's still chewy. It's still very and chewy. It's not as hard as the strawberry puff. Yep. That's really good. I mean, visually they look similar to the trolley strawberry thingies, but it has like a. They're like clouds. Mm-hmm. No, literally clouds. They have like the little clear gummy on top and like the white gummy on the bottom. Mm-hmm. That's delicious. Very good. Very good. Oh wow! Yeah, this is a this is a good flavor. Next up, we have Two A.M. The Smiling Man <gasps> from 2013, Ooh. directed by Michael Evans. I gotta hold on. Visual bit. Visual bit. Oh, we're doing a visual bit. Wenzel's pulling down his pants and doing a helicopter dick. Oh, come on, Wenzel. You know that's not appropriate. <laughs> I thought you would just keep going and fall over the table. But basically, Wenzel was doing the strange dance that the strange man was doing from the short. Okay, so uh, to him, the smiling man, it's um, it's also, oh gosh, sorry. Let me check to see how long it is. I should give times for these. Awkward. Wow, Wenzel. Four minutes. Four minutes. It's four minutes long. Uh, this guy is just walking alone at night, um, and he um, he uh, looks back or 
forward. Actually, I can't remember now. And I, I just watched a few days ago. Uh, he looks, and there's a guy uh, smiling, staring up at the sky, and he's walking towards him. And with swagger. With swagger. With swagger. He's but, dancing the whole time. But it's like a, it's like a, t- like a tip, uh, tap dancing kind of because the shoes make the sound that I, I know this because this came out in 2013 and at the time uh, I was playing Minecraft and when I watched this originally, I was like, that. That's Minecraft. that's Minecraft. That sound, the sound is the fucking Minecraft sound of when he's and when he's walking. It's totally a fucking Minecraft sound. And I was gonna say like, if the sound felt very ADR, like it was added. The, in yeah, place. the city, the sound was added after, and um, and yeah, the guy is uh, he's creeped out by him, and uh, at some point uh, he tries to like. You know, he doesn't mind it, but then he starts getting faster, starting to be more erratic, and then eventually, like, he um, he kind of, like, uh, crouches down and then starts to run towards him. So the guy tries to run away, get away from him, and then it's like, oh, you know, he's looking around, like, did I get away from him? Did I get away from him? Okay, I'm good. Whew. And then he turns around, and bam, he's right there! And uh, he looks at him, and he's smiling, and that's how it ends. That's actually based off of a creepypasta by the same name, I believe. I was going to say, like, I know there is, like, a like an urban legend, like cryptid of called a smiling man. I think we covered it on our first crypt episode way back in the day. Essentially people would talk about seeing like this, this man who like will come up to him in the middle of the night with just this inhumanly large smile. And while he, he doesn't seem to be in, I purposely threatening to just like, there's a, just an uncanny vibe about him. Yeah. And this, this is just like a guy. It's just not like a weird monster, man. It's just like a guy with like a, a suit and tie. Dancing. And he's smiling and, um, and he's staring up at the sky and you're thinking like, what is he fucking looking at? You know, I don't know, Superman, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, I thought it was, if we're talking about like, again, internet culture, internet classic, I thought it was kind of fun. The Minecraft sound really gets me. <laughs> the Minecraft, like, um, like, what is it? It's like a, I think it's walking on cobble. I think it's walking on copper or like it's like a cobble. Cobble. Sorry. Eat my, eat my fucking dick. Anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, what do you guys think? Um, you know, I, I can't really say strong feelings one way or the other. Uh, uh, you know, it was all right. Mid. Three stars. Yeah, I gave it three stars too. It's all right. Whoa. All right. Uh, we want to jump into lights out and then we'll try another candy after. Sure, I guess I, I can think I can hold my candy lust. Can, can you hold your candy lust no, a little bit? not letting me. Well, you know what? Why don't we try one of these then? Right, I feel like those there? should be a little safe for later. Why? Because they are hard candies. Yeah, you have to bite through it at one go. We're going to try my planet gummies. Fine. What I have right here is something called E-Fruity Planet Gummies. With Fruity Center. Fruity uh, Center. I've seen these on TikTok all over the place for some reason. Now I'm going to try them. They come in their own little plastic casing. Yeah, when Colt handed me to me earlier, it's like, I can feel like, wait a minute, are there plastic on inside the plastic? You actually eat the plastic? Yeah. Is biotic? No, it's not. Do not eat the plastic. Oh, oh my whoa. God. Whoa. It feels so weird. Whoa. That's ushy. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> because like. It smells good. Because like there's like, like the continents in the globe is printed on the plastic, but then like the actual like candy is like this goo. Like it, fe- it feels like the fucking fart j- pe- putty. Oh yeah. The f- ramp. 
It smells like sour. Oh my god, that's sour. It smelled so fucking sour, dude. Ooh. That's a sour candy. Tastes I, very good. I I feel like this isn't edible. Like technically it, is. it isn't edible. I feel like it's burning. Nothing's yeah. happening to me. I just thought it tasted bad. <laughs> like I like the sour. It's sour, buddy. Oh, but, I know what it tastes like. It feels like a fucked up uh, peep. A peep? Like the little mushroom chicks. Mushroom? <laughs> mushroom? No, marshmallow. marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, this just feels like fart putty. Like I, feel I, like, I was about to say, it, 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 it kind of smelled like a fart. It's a little demented. <laughs> it's kind of, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't, I don't know. Like, may, maybe give me the sour goo I'm down for, but that... I feel like people shouldn't Ooh, eat that. That surrounding, I don't like the like the marshmallow part, but that goo is, I like the goo. That's not marshmallow. That's some kind of like plastic. That's not marshmallow. It says produced in Europe, so it's probably some demon cum. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where the fuck do you get demon cum out of that? Anyway. I'm like, I, there's a, there was four in that pack, and I paid $4 for that pack. So it's $1 per little fucking gummy. Oh my! That, that is okay. Wait a minute. Eat a dick. They I can, only they, got them because I they're iconic on TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just, like, what is, what does TikTok know? Uh, they're eating. They're eating fucking rubber. Rubber with fucking sour cum in it. And Nyquil chicken. I'll eat the last one at some point. It's just I not. Mean, good. We're not gonna eat it. So that's, that's weird. Anyway, uh, so there we go. At eight now. Uh, Lights Out, 2013, directed by David F. Sandberg. He eventually would direct the full-length uh, version of this film and Shazam. Shazam! Wait, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He directed Shazam. Okay, I didn't know that. I know, it's wild. Anyway, um, so this takes place, uh, it's late at night, a woman is about to go to bed, she flips off the light, there's a little gremlin standing at the very end of her hallway, and she's like, what the fuck? So she turns it back on, turns it back off, it's still there. Off, on, off, on, until finally she turns it off again, and she's right there in front of you. And then she turns it back on. She tapes the light on, and then she's about to go to bed. And then she hears like creaking and walking and stuff. And then finally the light cuts off, and then you hear a like a loud pounding of like somebody fucking running down oh, that hallway. Like- hauling ass down the hall somebody's hauling ass down the hall the lights start to flicker and uh and one of them goes off so she tries to flick light back on and then she pulls the blanket over trying to fucking hide scared to death she's sitting there um eventually like the creature or whatever we assume is there it's in the room or some shit but eventually she's able to like wear the courage to flip the light back on and she looks out and then um the fucking thing. Jump scare. Yeah. It's like... um. It, this it, is a Jeff the Killer thing right here. This definitely... Yeah, and uh, it's like... And then flips off the light. And then that's it. That's how it ends. Um, and also, too, uh, the woman in there, I think, is actually Dave uh, Samberg, the director. That's his wife. Yeah. Our girlfriend. So yeah. uh, he had a demon killer. That's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah he, he hired a demon. No, no. The, the woman that was going to bed. The monster. I know. She got killed by a demon. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I had that man arrested. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that, you know, the, the, the monster, it, it looks kind of funny because it's like, it just looks like another, it looks like a, another woman just with um, white eyes. And like fuck, a really like distended, like long open mouth. Fucked up teeth and then a little scar on her forehead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we think about this? Um, I, part, of it, part of it was funny because like, 
I remember the bit with her like flipping the light off and on and the monster being there when the light's off was in the trailer for the movie. And then, like, it's like, she, she, she just keeps doing it. Because I'd be like, turn it off once. I'd be like, bye, bitch. Like, yeah. I'm not about to fuck around with this. But but then, like, in the movie where it goes like, ah! look, it like starts running toward her. It's too funny. Um, I think it's effective for what it is. Um, I, guess, I mean, it must have been enough to make a whole ass movie about it. Uh, I know, depending on who you talk to, the mo- that the movie version and like what its kind of theme was may not land with everybody. But it sucked. I watched it. I didn't like it. I didn't watch it because I have good taste. It's something, something to do like monster born from mental illness, and the only way to stop mental illness is to kill yourself. Oh, something like that, or that, at least that's how one uh, one person. It it was pretty fucking stupid. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe something should say a short film. Yeah, I mean, like, yes, uh, I will say, like, the idea of it, the concept's pretty cool. You know, uh, I'm just have a better looking monster. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what you thought about Colt? Uh, I enjoyed it. The build up was fun. The only thing I really didn't care for was the monster design, and uh, it's very plain. Yeah, for that reason, I'm gonna have to get let you ask you to leave. Get out. Okay. Three and a half stars. I, I gave it three and a half stars as well. Again, it's another internet classic. It's fun, but you know, um, yeah. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, how much time are we on? Uh, off mic. We are at fifty minutes. So you want to save it? Yeah. yeah, let's save it. All right, hang tight, everybody. We're gonna take a break, and we'll be right back with you with more short movies and sweet treats. <laughs> We're right. starting off by eating candy, right? Three, yeah. two, one. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Part two of Shorts and Sweets and Swim. Wenzel's and Corner of Shorts and Sweets. Welcome back. I'm taking over again. I'm back. I, I, uh, I'm trying to do my hostly duties. And uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right. Settle down there, Mr. Panda. What do we got next? All right. Next up is like studio films. Uh, this one. Well, yeah. Studio I films. I thought we were eating candy. We're eating candy first. Which ones do we want to do? Uh, so uh, we have uh, toxic waste and we have toxic waste nuclear fusion. The toxic waste normal is like one flavor. Nuclear fusion is two flavors in one. Okay. We, we, we had toxic waste way back on sweets and swims. Yeah. Did we? we? We did, but I want some more. Okay. Hey, hey, There's a great JoJo bit. It's like if, if, you, don't, if you can't keep it in the mouth for more desserts, certain... Like twenty seconds, you're a pussy. Which one did you get? Oh, um, I got the nuclear fusion raspberry lemon. Okay, so we going with nuclear fusion first? Uh, sure. I got nuclear fusion pineapple passion fruit. It says, uh, so fifteen seconds, you're a total wuss. Thirty seconds, crybaby. Forty-five uh, seconds, toxie wannabe, and sixty seconds, full toxie head. This looks. All right, before everybody puts it in their mouth, we gotta time it. Banana blueberry. Banana blueberry, now you're just asking for mistakes. I'm going to try the banana blueberry. All right, you got the... Hold on, let me... You got the timer? I, I got the stopwatch up. All right. Hurry, pull that it. Pull that bitch out. I'm going to open it. Pull it out. All right, ready? All right, yep. ready? Go. I always forget, it tastes like ash at first. Yeah. Damn. 
Strokes fall to you. Ugh, it tastes bad. It's gonna get good. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you're not saying, wow, mine tastes really good. It tastes like shit. It's gonna get good in a little bit. Uh, are you sure? Spit <laughs> it out. Nah, I'm not a wannabe. Now it's good. Oh, now it's good. But that first minute, let me tell you. It's not even a minute. It's 42 seconds. All the sour is gone for me. Ugh. I went away pretty quick. Bad. God, that fucking sucked. I still say bad. Oh, wait. Now it's good. The banana blueberry is not that great, <clears throat> but it's better than what the fuck that was at the beginning. Hey, we made it to a minute. Good job, everybody. We're not wusses. Yeah. My raspberry lemon was really good. Um, let me find it. Try it. Try try raspberry lemon. It's really good. I'm just not going to eat the full thing because it's hard candy. And I'm not going to. I mean, sorry. No, I mean, you can. I'm not starving. In front of the audience. You know, I'll try a raspberry lemon now. Uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> I wonder how that will sound on the audio. Next up, we have Studio Films. This one comes from Hulu. You can watch this on Hulu or YouTube. They uploaded it, so it's pretty cool. Uh, this came from a recommendation from Ash. Yeah, recommendation from Ash. This is The Rizzle, 2018, directed by Josh Tanner, part of Huluween Film Fest, uh, where they have a bunch of Halloween short films, and um, I think they decide, like, What's the winner or something? It's like a competition. You're okay, Colt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Colt was Colt's <laughs> Um So this one starts off with a girl. Um, she likes watching old 1920s dances. Which is weird. Who the fuck does this? Uh, I don't know. She, she likes history, Colt. Yeah, I'm but- a punk on this loser. <laughs> fuck you. Anyway, uh, but then she happens to stumble upon a video called The Rizzle. Also, from that era, there's no uploader, nothing of a date of when. <laughs> Sorry. Everybody calm the fuck down, okay? That, that nuclear up. shit came back to bite me. <laughs> fuck. Um, and she watches it. This guy is doing a dance, The Rizzle. Um, it's very, you're right. Yeah, it's just that I can't eat hard candy. I'm an old person. And um, it's very, uh, very physical, very active dance. It's like, um, it's very like, uh, I don't know what's the right word. But anyway, she watches it and she's like, what is this shit? Uh, and um, it says in the in the description, it's like, try the Rizzle if you dare. So she's like, okay. So she tries it and she's trying it. And I mean, she's kind of getting it, but it, it's very demanding. And then when she tries to go to bed later that night, um, the computer in the Rizzle cuts on. It's playing the music and stuff. But when she opens her laptop to see it, the guy is gone on the video. And then she um, she hears some stuff outside her door. She looks out the door in her hallway. Hallway's pitch black, and she's hearing the music. And then uh, you know tapping sounds of dancing. And finally, it's like a like another jump scare um, where the guy comes out. But it's like a very cool like. Um, like, you don't really, you can't see his face, but it's more of, like, his teeth and his eyes and stuff like that. It's very cool. And then finally, um, instead of her being in the video, 
she's or instead of being him in the being in the video she's in the video doing the rizzle and uh she does the dance and then the film ends with like this um kind of like negative of like her eyes and teeth just like um the man and yeah uh what do we think about this i thought it was fun i i enjoyed it uh <clears throat> i uh like i said i think she's a nerd loser that needs to get a better hobby and be an adult for once uh, but uh, I really enjoyed it. I say three and a half stars. Uh, and also, I learned a term on the internet. These kids keep saying uh, "riz" on the internet. I did not know what the fuck that meant until I googled it today. "Riz" means like your skills talking to women. I I, I just didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. So if you see those kids talking about, I'm doing it with "riz," brother. They're talking to ladies. All right, uh, Pat. Uh, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was a pretty solid one. Uh, I thought spooky haunt internet video that's always fun I, I love how like a whole YouTube uh, recommended page of like classic 80s I mean 80s 20s and 30s videos and just like oh let me click the clearly haunted ones <laughs> yeah. he yeah. has like this like maniacal grin it's like okie dokie let me hit this one and yeah. that's like no no information just like hmm click anyway and now she's stuck in internet forever yep yeah, I gave it uh, three and a half stars as well. That was fun. Uh, you know, internet kind of horror stuff always is pretty fun. Um, yeah. So uh, I guess let's move on to the next one. Uh, Move it. Adult Swim. Adult Swim. We got three from Adult Swim. Uh, these were all my first time seeing them. We'll try candy after we get through the Adult Swim section. Calm the fuck down. Okay, after hold the on. the entire hold on. Adult Swim section? There's three films. I'm going to kill myself. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's part three. Uh, uh, something happened. Uh, Pat got killed by the Rizzle. Yeah, the Rizzle came and jerked him off to the death hell. Mortal Coil. And uh, he is officially in the music video for Thong Song. If you want to see Patrick again, look up the music video for Thong Song. He is one of the people wearing the thong. If you want to, you can try to get him out of it by doing the Thong Song yourself. But that means you get trapped in there. Yeah, it's a transfer. Like, so if you're, this is just, if you have a death wish, do the thong song. Yep, exactly. All right. But um, anyway, we're back. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, really though, uh, Pat had to do something. So it's just going to be me and Colt now. We're taking over. Yeah, we were the only ones in this house. It's not even our house. Pat said, um, this is your house now. You own everything in it and you can have everything in this house. Yeah, and the thing is, too, is that, like, ah, you know, I, I know JoJo's probably here, but... No, they're not, because we're, we're, we're kicking them out. We're kicking ours. them out, yeah. And uh, Cannon's gone for the weekend, apparently, so we it's have... ours. It's ours. We have full reign to take whatever we want. What are you going to take? Darwin. And Piper. What? What about you? Uh, those lightsabers, I want those. Fuck. Um, I'll take JoJo's guitars and stuff. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, I'll take all the movies upstairs. No! That's it. I took them all. Uh, you can have the pops. Even fuck you. you. Even though you're trying to get rid of your pops. I'm trying to get rid of some of my pops. I'm trying to downgrade or downsize. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so we're going to do next one is Adult Swim. Um, first up is from a 2014 unedited footage of a bear directed by Alan Resnick and Ben O'Brien. Um, so this starts off with, um, 
footage of a bear. It's a, it's like a grizzly or a brown. It's not bear. edited either. It, it's unedited. Uh, somebody's, you know, they're talking about the bear, how big it is. And then it goes into an ad break. Ah, stupid fucking ad breaks. Am I right? It's about a. Clerk. My ad break was strange. Yeah, I I just thought it was another dumb ad, so I skipped it. It's called. It's about Claradrill. It's about some allergy medicine. Uh, it, there's this fucking woman in it. She's driving around talking about how you know her kids and blah blah blah. No, okay. So at what's actually part of the bit is that there's an ad that starts playing for this made up drug called Claradrill. Obviously a cross between Claritin and Benadryl and um this woman is you know she's taking it but then as she starts to drive off she seems all happy the music's still playing but then it starts to get quieter and then the um (laughs) the the fucking the ad like audio and stuff still keeps playing as she's driving and then the switch the 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 tone in the camera switches to like she's uh it's not an ad anymore and um as she's driving she like she uh she seems very paranoid, very um, erratic, and she takes some more Claradrill to clear that up. It's all on her back seat of her car. You'll see a, like a back seat shot, and you see bottles and boxes of it. Yep, and um, all this random stuff. She goes, ac- um, she drives a, in front of a house where a crazy man is screaming, and he you know, killed some people in this house. And as she's driving, she um, stop. She sees something in the road. She stops. Uh, she stops her car, backs up, and it's her sweater. And uh, when she gets out of her car, she looks all all the way across the street, kind of like it's a hilly kind of road. She sees somebody standing doing a not a T pose, but you know, like this. And they're you can't see that, but they had their arms out a little bit. Yeah, it's like they had their arms out, but their arms are down at the elbows, like a T pose. And um, and then some fucking crazy ass music starts playing, and then it's her. And then immediately the woman starts running towards her and it's like a, she's just running until finally she catches up with her. Um, she tries to get away in her car, but she can't. She takes her and starts beating the shit out of her until <laughs> she's bloody and like having to crawl home. Um, or what she does is the woman, the doppelganger, takes her car, runs over her fucking legs and drives back home and she has to crawl all the way home, all bloody and beaten. And when she gets home, we get this just this absolutely insane just kind of like... Um, just clash of images uh this crazy ass song about like this is my sermon um it's absolutely fucking insane it's like the woman is like uh very unwell um she does have kids but it like uh it just it seems like maybe she's possibly a danger to them um she's talking to a wall um it, it's very just obviously not good and then eventually it finally ends with her sitting on the doorstep to her house and there's lights flashing and um it ends uh with uh, more unedited bear footage yeah <laughs> oh what'd you think i really enjoyed it it's a classic i remember watching it when it first came out all the adult swim ones i've seen right when they came out yeah i really enjoyed it uh i think uh this is what happens when you take more than the recommended dose of Benadryl. You see the uh, Benadryl demons, and the, uh, you see your doppelganger. Yeah. Uh, so this is this was actually my first time watching this, and uh, I I knew Colt and several other people told me like it's fucking it's hardcore, it's pretty crazy, and uh, yeah, it was it was fucking insane. And um, I I did read where it was uh this specific performance art was about like black label um anti like uh 
psychotic medicine or like uh, antidepressants or whatever of how like um, they they're black labeled and uh, they can actually um, increase or exacerbate the symptoms of what it's trying to help yeah. the people to help. So that's what's kind of a, a dialogue or criticism of that. Um, and I mean, yeah. And then also too, it's like uh, a lot of, I see where a lot of talk about how like, it's like, it's about addiction. Um, woman uh, fighting against her um, self basically uh, about being addicted to prescription drugs um, and yeah uh, I, I think it's effective I think it's a really good uh, metaphor performance art for that and uh, it was fucking crazy I, I really enjoyed it brutal um, yeah uh, what do you give Raiden I think I give it four stars let me see what was your rating I gotta check because I don't remember yeah um but yeah, I did like yeah. it. I gave it four stars. I loved it. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's definitely one of my favorites out of this bunch. Yeah, I say I gave it four stars as well. Yeah. The bear's cool. Very cool. Um, next up is uh, Too Many Cooks, 2014, directed by Casper Kelly. This one was interesting because it starts off like a sitcom intro where like you're introducing your family characters. Um, they all have completely different fucking names um and there's a song that's playing it's like too many cooks it's a man and lady singing that talking about there's too many cooks and too many kid to- cooks in the kitchen mess up the broth yep and um it, and like we get into the family um but then it keeps introducing family members and it keeps getting more and more absurd and then we kind of start seeing this weird kind of um Jack Nicholson-esque guy in the yeah. background until finally he's in like every background and then he's killing people in yeah. the background and it keeps just fucking evolving and, and he's evol- replacing them he's replacing them it's so fucking good I remember at first when I watched this I was like I, I knew it would be scary but I was like I was kind of like teasing myself I'm like this ain't scary but then the fucking guy pulls up I'm like oh shit never mind uh, it's pretty creepy um, and it just keeps getting more absurd there's even a character introduced in the show Siren. Called Smarf. He's a cat yeah. Muppet. Um, he eventually fights. Not fights, but he shoots lasers out of his eyes and kills the murderer guy and then rips off his skin to reveal he's like a Terminator cat. And uh, it goes into like another like too many cook show where... Um, but it's like they're they're like space knights yeah. and stuff, and it's another but like sitcom shit. Um, oh, there was a fucking point in there where one of the women is able to break out of the show, but as she's running, she has her fucking name still attached yeah. to her. And there's uh, a point where the uh, name tags are the people, and the people are like letters, like in the shape of people. I really enjoy that scene because like it shows the letters. And then all of a sudden, a person pops up that's horizontally there and screaming. And they're screaming. Jesus Christ. It was insane. And, um, yeah. And then also, too, like, at some point, like, we go into a man in a hospital. He has um, a fucking disease where he keeps, like, hearing too many cooks. And then eventually, though, it spreads to one of the detectives or whatever. And it just gets fucking out of hand. Yeah. And, then, like, the doctor is next to the bed. He's like, kill me. <laughs> and he looks at the camera and he smiles and does like a thumbs up. It's so fucking good. Um, yeah, uh, this is really good too. I, I this is my first time seeing it. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was batshit wild. I love Smarf. Um, I wish I could get more Smarf. Uh, <coughs> I gave it uh, four stars. I uh, I absolutely loved it. This is probably like the sixth, seventh time I've seen this because when it first came out, Tanner showed it to everyone multiple times because he loved it, and I love it too. It's really good. Four and a half stars. Classic. 
Hell yeah, dude. Uh, next up, final one of the Adult Swim side is This House Has People in It. 2016, also directed by Alan Resnick. This one starts off with um, camera uh, type of panel block that said, that mentions this house, um, the occupants in it, um, which, uh, I don't want to say case, but like specimen or something, shit like that. And uh, it, it, it divides or it flashes between different um, camera angles from different points of the house. Uh, we get to see this. There's this family. They're just doing family shit. But there's something. They're preparing to, for the child's birthday. Child's birthday. The youngest child. And but the kid's fucking weird though. Yeah, he's just waiting for his friends to get there. He's excited. He's nervous. Yeah, yeah. And he's trying to set up everything properly. Grandma's watching shit on TV. Being, yeah, watching a guy make a cake, and uh, he's she's like getting weirdly sexual. She's getting horny she's with like, it. Yeah, you can make that cake moist. Yeah, yeah. Um, it. Something like that. And um, there's a guy repairing the shit down in the basement, and then the mother and father, they're cooking, and there's a baby. Um, they're preparing. Uh, they're having an argument over their daughter because their daughter is doing some kind of acting out performance. And what is that? She is planking in the middle of the kitchen floor. I mean, I did that when I was a little kid. Like five, one to five uh, but I didn't do it when I was a teenager. Yeah. So I, I feel like the parents should have been a little bit more concerned. Yeah, they were just like they were they they were just kind of getting mad at her whatever until finally, I think the father is trying to get her up, but he can't. And they're like, oh shit, like is she breathing? And uh, so then they're like they're trying to get her up, but she, they can't put her, pick her up. And then it like eventually though, we get a shot of um the basement and she's going through the fucking floor. Mm-hmm. And like you can see her face, and they're trying to stop her. So they go down. They try to get their handyman to help them. Uh, they go down to the basement. They try to put like a beam up to stop her. Um, shit's quickly devolving because the baby's let out. Um, beca- the party guests are arriving. They're like getting on the lawn, partying, opening presents, jumping around. Yeah, like fun. It's because the they're like sorry. They're tell the her son. They're like sorry, buddy. We can't something's happening it's really bad you know we're gonna have to cancel for today and he like he tells them all like sorry um he put so he starts to throw stuff away hides goes to his room yeah he took all like the candy that was gonna be served to all the kids that are there and he hid it behind his little race car bed yep uh like colt said all the kids are just opening stuff having fun in the front yard for some reason and then we catch an itty bitty little glimpse of something Walking outside. Yeah. I mean, not really walking. That shit was running. It it was just, it was very brief. We don't know what it was. And, um, and the baby just disappears. Um, and yeah. And then we're, we're, we're shot back down to the basement. Uh, they're trying to stop the, their daughter from like sinking through the floor. At this point, the floor is doing like a fucking, like, like an effect where it's like, she's like way heavier than she actually is. And uh, the father keeps, like, talking about, like, we're a family. We'll survive. This. Like, preaching. He's going insane. Like, apocalyptic shit or whatever. Um, and then, like, it just gets more and more worse. Uh, she actually eventually falls through the floor. But when she falls through, she just disappears completely. And then the people outside are also falling through the ground. Yeah, it, like, everyone in the party starts planking. It's yeah. Freaky single, like a bunch of kids planking in, on the front yard. And that's how it ends. No, you didn't. Did you say how the baby just walks away? Oh, the baby just walks away. Yeah, <laughs> not walks away. It crawls away into the the abyss. Yep. Uh, I really enjoy this. This is my favorite of the Adult Swim ones. Oh yeah. 
Uh, I th- I'd like to think that the creature we saw that looked like uh, they had Sonic the Hedgehog spikes. Yeah. Uh, I like to think that thing caused the people to uh, sink through the floor yeah. and use it as a distraction to steal the baby. Yeah. Um, I Whenever I saw this or the bits of the creature, it looks like... It, it looks like Sonic the Hedgehog spikes on it, and that's that's really all you see. Um, it, it's crazy. I, I I agree. It's my favorite of the um, Adult Swim bunch as well. I give it four and a half stars. Four First time seeing it again as well. Um, yeah, it's really fucking good. I, I like this idea that like also too. There's just a kind of like an SCP kind of organization just watching like you know obviously shit just randomly happen in people's homes places or whatever i mean i imagine a surveillance thing like that you know is done but yeah i really enjoyed that i just love scp type content i need more and this government-based paranormal shit especially with that like kind of like that aesthetic of like old style um video footage yeah Yeah. i i really enjoyed that i thought that was good um what was your rating four and a half nice banger all right, uh, we're gonna try candy now. Candy, 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 candy. What do you have over there? What do you got? I have trolley, sour bright crawlers, very berry. Ooh, berry, berry, berry. Your beauty never scared me. <sighs> oh, he's snorting them. Bloody Mary. There we go. Yep. These are sour worms. There's the blue and red one and the purple and red one as well. Berry. Oh, man. They smell delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Mm. They are delicious. Mm-hmm. Trolley can do no wrong when it comes to their gummies. For real, dude. These are so fucking good. I fucking love the octopus. Yeah, the octopuses are so fucking good. Mm. Mm. I just mm. had the pink one. The pink one's going to be hard to beat. Mmm. 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 Still fucking good. Next up, we have Oats Studios. Oats. This is um, a company, a studio, um, led by Neil Blomkamp, very famous director. Um, he directed, you know, Chappie, Elysium, District, District 9. 9, the most famous one of them all. And this, uh, all these films, they're, um, so he has a bunch of short films. I chose these three specifically to just kind of narrow it down. These are horror, obviously, horror sci-fi. And uh, the point of these are to kind of experiment with story, ideas, um, animation, stuff like that, to kind of like see if like garner interest and whether um, to turn these into full-fledged projects. Colt has been telling me for so long to watch these. Um, I am going to watch more, but these are the three we watched. And the first one we watched was Firebase. These are all these all came out in 2017, by the way. Yeah. But uh, the first one we watched was uh, Firebase. This is, again, first time seeing these. This is Colt's second time. Yeah. Um, Firebase, it takes place uh, during the Vietnam War. We get some really cool, like, old school style Vietnam footage of um, of um, in a helicopter of fighting and stuff. But um, it's not what it seems because just absolutely heinous the most sci-fi crazy shit is happening um bodies floating blood floating um tanks and weapons floating flying in the air it's just crazy and we're following this um this soldier 
a uh, special special operations soldier as he tries to um, find uh, this being called the River God. And so basically what happened was there was this farmer, wasn't affiliated with anything or anybody, but his family gets killed. And after his family gets killed, what he does is he gets so angry and he basically, like, I guess tears the fabric of reality. And when he does that, he it causes his skin to get destroyed so he's basically kind of a walking skeleton with like still muscle and um some muscles and um flesh and, and uh, uh, veins, veins and uh, all that stuff yeah it's very visceral and really beautiful in a way yeah i fucking love the creature design for this because it's not just him he's got other creatures that he creates fuck man you the, keep- you keep going. Yeah. So, um, this uh, this was insane because, like, it it like I said, it follows a special ops soldier and basically him like uh, it, it's only twenty seven minutes long mm-hmm. and we're basically kind of like him kind of um, putting being put together like okay, you know this is how this is what the river god is this is what's happening because um, he is for some reason hearing the beck- beckoning call of the river god and he's encountered the river god's creations which are basically what he's done to many of the soldiers he's turned them kind of into zombies but um when they cut into them they're like these insectoid alien creatures inside it's really it's really crazy and um not only that um oh, so like one of the people they encountered was this corporal the only survivor of this base uh uh, Firebase Tar Heel, and um, he was talking about how they were they encountered the River God, and it was crazy because the River God was literally just this, you know, like we talked about. Um, he was walking up, and then after he killed several soldiers and stuff, he took their flesh and put it on himself. It's just very cool CG animation of him like walking like a god with his arms out, and the flesh of the fallen enemies being put onto his to make like this kind of pseudo armor it was crazy and the soldier that were that's being interviewed right now the river god looked at him and what he did was he threw him back uh not threw him back he threw him into an alternate timeline where the u.s was being invaded by super advanced russian soviet union you know uh military and their their planes uh, landed kind of like um, rocket U.S. rocket ships, mm-hmm. and they had flamethrowers, and they were just burning people. And it was it was interesting too because he was like he was like they were burning us soldiers. It's like what the fuck do you do to people? Like and that's exactly what they did during you know the Vietnam War. Anyway, but it was like with blue fire, and uh, we get this crazy fucking shot of this huge, just mega vehicle coming in, and we see a guy standing on it, like with his like with his arms to his side or to his back, and like. Um, but then the guy, the corporal, he gets caught on fire by this blue flame, uh, napalm, and um, they pull him out. They're able to pull him out of this alternate reality, and they're able to uh, put him in the water and put him out. And uh, we see all the soldiers. They had been turned into zombies with their eyes glowing. It was fucking crazy. So good. It was so good. And um, the the river god, the the farmer, he had actually went to the North Vietnam. Vietnamese to try to see if they could help him and what they did is they attached this kind of like mechanical device to him which actually amplified his powers so he's even more powerful and there was this crazy shot where they dropped napalm on him and he was like invisible but he was just on fire and he was nothing but a skeleton it was fucking crazy um and then eventually like um we're kind of like 
we're we're getting into um, this special ops soldier who is like for some reason he has he also has an ability and that is that for some reason he cannot be harmed there's like some kind of divine intervention as uh, there's a CIA guy who explains it that the universe is kind of guiding him towards this path of fighting and defeating the river god because the river god was a mistake that was created by the universe and they're kind of protecting him to try to make sure that he fights this and um and so what they do at the very end because it ends on a cliffhanger because it's an experimental short film um they give him some equipment a rail gun i think yeah Um, very futuristic stuff very futuristic stuff to kind of increase his uh it's like a probability field or something like that to like um make it so that he is um he has a chance he has a chance it it makes him where he's more immune to the river god's abilities and also it weakens the river god so yeah and um and that's where it ends i fucking love this so much the uh my favorite thing in this entire short is uh, whenever the river god teleported the... Jesus Christ. I don't know if that's popping up on the mic. No. Well, Piper and Darwin, the babies upstairs, they're howling a lot. Oh, my God. Because no one's home upstairs, and they left us in the basement, and they probably hear us. Ah, uh, fuck. Where was I? You are talking about Firebase. The uh, my favorite thing was uh, whenever the uh, fi- uh, river god put the uh, guy back in time to experience the uh, America being invaded, and uh, I just I thought of it being an example of him. He suffered. He's lost his family members from these Americans coming in, invading his country with superior firepower, and uh, he just wanted to give this guy an example of Days what of he, that. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that. And I also just really, really fucking enjoyed the uh, futuristic weapons they had there. I thought it was really cool. I could watch an entire movie, series, read entire books, uh, comics about this this story alone. It was that fucking good. Absolutely, dude. Like, th- like right here, it says, um, for like the description of it, it says... Uh, uh, set during the Vietnam War, Firebase follows American soldier Heinz through an ever-deepening web of science fiction madness. And, like, the poster they use for it is, like, it's like a comic book-like yeah. style, like, poster. It's really sick. And, like Colt said, if there was, like, a full-length movie, books, comics, I'd read the shit out of these. This needs to be, like, a full movie. And, I, I mean, he, Blob Kim's working on fucking a Gran Turismo movie. Don't get me wrong. I bet it'll be good. It's just... He works his best when it's sci-fi. I know. He, he's working. He's doing Gran Turismo. He's doing NFTs. And he's doing... District 10. District, the next sequel to the District 9 movie. Or whatever which, the fuck it's called. Uh, like, all right, fine. If we get the District sequel, fine. But I need a Firebase movie. Let's be real. Yeah, that was, it's just so fucking That was good. really fucking good. I, like, the... Like, I mean, goddamn, that's the name, too. River God. Like, that's sick, dude. And just watching him uh, change from a, numer- a normal human being, like, you see his face rotting away and just eating away at yep. it until he's a skull screaming. Yep. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Yeah, five stars. Five stars. Five Easily. stars all the fucking way, dude. Um, I think this is my favorite of uh, all those things we watched. Even though I've already seen it before, it was it hit that hard still. It, it's so fucking good. It's my favorite out of the Oat Studios. All right. Uh, next up, we have Raka. This also, like I said, 2017. Um, this takes place in the future. 
where um, humanity is on the very, very, very brink of extinction. Um, so these alien, reptilian aliens have come to Earth. They've invaded. They've taken over. They have completely changed um, city structures, society, everything, because they're trying to... Whatever their purpose for what they're going to do with humanity, we're not too sure. Um, there is a purpose, though. They've even, like... Uh, They've even, like, had, like, basically, like, human, like, breeding kind of things or whatever. Um, but they're changing the environment to also better suit them. Um, they These aliens are, like... Cockroach things? They're, they're reptilian, but they're kind of... They remind me of the prawns from District oh, 9. Yeah. But, I was thinking of Firebase with the cockroach soldier things. Yeah, no, they're, they're kind of like... Um, I'm trying to think of how, like, to describe them because... Um, they're, even their technology is like bioorganics, like this black goo kind of thing. Yeah, and, and they're able to um, invade your mind mm-hmm. as Which well. Is really cool watching. Uh, he just it's staring into this little girl's eyes and like his eyes changing shape and the little girl's eyes changing. Yep, yep. Um, like the flickering of their scales and yeah. stuff. Because they definitely their technology is also embedded within them too. They're definitely one in one there. Um, but um. But yeah, and uh, we follow like um, this world about um, where they're trying to basically uh, take back their world and save humanity. Um, this group of survivors who have engineered these kind of um, they're they're trying to come up with different ways, different tactics and stuff to try to defeat them. They've come up with this um, device to help block their um, the aliens from invading their minds and taking them over. Um, and they've also discovered this. Uh, this guy who's been they've experimented on and he got away and he's still kind of like he's not he's not under the influence of the aliens anymore but he's still very much like remote um has a tough time kind of like integrating back with other people and, and interacting and stuff like that and um he's able to see into the future and we kind of get a glimpse of like what could possibly happen also too we're let we are left to um we just get randomly thrown like a um a new card in that there's this other alien species that's trying to save humanity that looks like they look like angels yeah. kind of um but we never it's never revisited this is only 22 minutes by the way and um yeah we're kind of uh, this star's also Sigourney Weaver she's kind of the leader yeah which i was I didn't remember her being in it when I first watched it. And when I saw her in the, this time around, because I've seen all the alien stuff, I was like, fuck, what the fuck? She's in this? <laughs> um, there was this really crazy scene where the aliens had taken this businessman guy, have infused him with basically like a um, like a speaker system to kind of repeat this message of like, oh, you know, it's safe. You know, we're taking all the humans to a paradise of Eden, this new place. It's like, it's very... Uh, grotesque scene and um they actually uh one of the um one of the rebels is a woman she tries to like she tries to get the jump on them like the aliens are like this one has a bomb so immediately they shoot her she fucking explodes yeah because she was trying to suicide bomb yeah and um it was fucking crazy and then but they were able to get uh another bomb on them and blow them up and um they end up also attacking uh, shooting down the ship of one of them, attacking him, and um, able to uh, rip his head off. Rip his head off, which is fucking crazy. Um, and yeah, we're kind of left with like, all right, well, where do we go now? You know, how do we fight? Um, 
this uh this threat and uh yeah it was great it was good i loved it um i gave it four stars um i thought the alien designs was fucking gross and cool and everything like yeah i, I could see this as a movie as well i uh really enjoyed it too i gave it four stars uh i i, I had the same feeling about um firebase as well for the human costumes that they wear and some of the items in the environment, not so much as Raka, but more so Firebase. I feel like some of it's too clean. Some of it's too new, especially the uniforms in Firebase. I was like, bothered, like this looks like you're wearing fake like Halloween stuff sometimes, but the content of this is so good that I do not care. It, it just looks too clean. And if he were to ever revisit, I doubt he'll ever revisit because he just doesn't. I'd love to see it, like some more worn-in stuff. Are you uh, talking about Raka? Yeah, Raka and Firebase. Oh, okay, okay. For the human part, like the yeah. alien stuff, they look dirty and ugly and creaturey. <laughs> yeah, but okay. like the humans look like they're just wearing cleaned clothes. Oh, they can clean their clothes. Yeah, you have time. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I, I definitely feel that, uh, or I definitely get that. But um, yeah. So the next up, final one is Zygote. And uh, this takes place on, um, give me a second. Is it in space? I think it is, because they have the, oh, no, um, so, okay, the, there's, so, it's a mining operation in the Arctic Circle. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's weird, though, they have to wear masks. As low oxygen, I'm assuming. In the Arctic Circle? People have been up there. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Or it's a it's in the future. Yeah, it could be a future. This could be some creature. I mean, um, there is a creature in this. Yeah, so there's there's another creature in this. It's really cool, and um, this follows two um, uh, a lower ranked um kind of worker, and then another one who is the head of security. Um, he's he's blind and uh, wounded, and uh, we get this kind of we get a lot. I would say we get a lot about this world. Uh, so the, our two characters are Dakota, are Dakota Fanning. Mm-hmm. Um and Jose Pablo Cantillo Cantillo, uh, Dakota plays Barkley and, and the security is Quinn. Um, they're trying to find a way to survive and get out because there's an alien creature that is, uh, hunting them. And what it has done is it has, uh, basically taken all the human bodies, turned it into a conglomerate to make its final, not final form, but I guess like a big form basically where it has multiple hands multiple feet multiple just writhing bodies and like a bunch of eyes on it's literally head. like a bunch of eyes it's taken together to make this bulbous head kind of like a kind of like a an insect yeah um it's fucking crazy and um and it's um it's a like we we get some like kind of like lore related things where it's like um Dakota Fanning character she's apparently supposed to be um a synthetic human with certain access and taught certain things about like how she fits in society and stuff but since they're where they are Quinn is like shut the fuck up we're not dealing with that right now it's about survival and you need to survive because Quinn what he did is that at some point he they encountered something that caused some of the people to go fucking crazy it has something to do with the creature and he cut out his eyes but um it didn't that didn't work because yeah. he's still fucking feeling it so um he uh at, so at some point they're trying to get out um they they count the rations. They she has this cool fucking assault rifle. He has this pistol with explosive rounds. Yeah, and she immediately dumps the assault rifle into the creature. 
Yeah. And uh, they're able to kind of hold it back just a little bit. Um, they're trying to get to this other part of the facility where there is a, a corporate uh, vault, basically for the higher ups to safely wait for their rescue. That's where they're trying to get to. Um, and they're being chased. She uses all their ammo. They're able to stop it slowly. He decides, you know, I'm going to stay behind, distracted. Here's the fucking pistol. Use it. I'm going to like, and we get this like very claustrophobic kind of like pursue and it's fucking, oh, nerve wracking. And um, what he does, he cuts off his fucking finger to give it to her so she can use it to gain access to the vault. So she makes it to the vault, but he can't get access to it. Her, his finger doesn't work. So it's like, goddamn. And what makes this thing terrifying too is that like we said, it has multiple bodies and because it's taken the bodies of every fucking worker here, it has multiple hands. And because it has multiple hands, it has gains access to any part of the buildings. Any part, like if it needs a corporate fingerprint, it'll use it because it has a corporate person. And also, it has their fucking memories. Mm-hmm. So because it has their memories, it's able to know and figure out how things work, which is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, I like the shot of it like putting its hand up to his uh, the guy's head. It shoots out a rod, shooting into his brain, and like flesh wraps around his head, so it can steal his memories. Yep, and uh, we get this cool. Oh, sorry. We get this cool moment too, where it's uh, trying to get into uh, a door, and it like it's it's testing out its different fingerprints and stuff to get in, and uh, oh, it's fucking crazy. And um, but eventually she she has to come face to face with it. She shoots it with the explosive rounds. It's pretty badass. Yeah, and. Um, what she does, she gets an axe because it wounds it, it weakens it. She cuts off a huge chunk of the hands, and she uses that to um, get into the um, the vault. And um, right before it's able to get up and get in there, it closes, and she's safe. And um, we also find out she's just a regular normal human. Apparently, she's part of a group. They're called canaries. She's a canary class. They send them into the mines. If they die, that means there's toxic stuff in there. Yeah, like yeah. the canary coal mine. Yep, so... Uh, yeah, this was really good, fucking good too. This is my second favorite, I would say. Four and a half stars. I I thought the monster design was pretty fucking cool. I mean, we got thing vibes here, but um in a sci-fi in a more uh high sci-fi setting. I uh, fucking loved it. I gave it uh four stars. Really enjoyed it. Uh the creature design's fucking insane. And I never want to see that thing in my dreams. I don't want to see it in real life. Yep. Absolutely not. Very good. All right. Is that the sound of candy? Is it candy time? It's candy time. Oh, fuck yeah. Do you have anything? I got like a, like four more items over here. Four. I'm Throw gonna it open out. Up. The first thing I'm going to open in is uh, Tropical Llamas by Trolley. Trolley. Tropical Llamas. They just have like random animal shape molds in their factories. <laughs> They're like, let's make a gummy out of this. I mean, it works. Yeah, yeah, it works. Uh, I got a blue, purple, and yellow and green. All right. Got a purple. Got a blue. Oh, that's good. Got a green. Yellow's not uh, lemon like I thought. Llamas. Let's go. It's pineapple and passion fruit. Hmm. That's delicious. What color do you eat? Pineapple and passion fruit. Really good. Damn. All right. Gonna try the purple one. Yeah. 
Mango Berry Punch. That was good, too. Mm-hmm. Now the blue one, final one. Classic colors for mm-hmm, Crawley. And this is just classic strawberry, blueberry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Wouldn't you know, it fucking hits. Yeah, Crawley, baby. All right. Next section here. Uh, is miscellaneous. I, I didn't really know what to call this because we got a lot of different ones. We have, you know, independent projects. We have graduate films. We have all this different stuff. So here we go. This is the final part. We, we're we going to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven films to talk about. So let's get into it. Ready? Yes, sir. All right. First one. He took his skin off for me. Came out in 2014, directed by Ben Astin. I saw this originally in middle school and being just infatuated with it. I don't know why. Rewatched it. I still fucking love it. It follows a man who, uh, with a woman narrating, she talks about how she said he wanted him to take off his skin, and he did. He took off his skin like it was clothes. And then from then on, we follow, uh, it's like 11 minutes of like his daily life as being a skinless man. And her um, her uh, point of view about it, and um, she essentially just has to deal with cleaning up blood off of everything. Which which was because she talks about how like you know the cleanup is a uh, you know but for him you know it's worth it like to put up with it because she was like she was like it it, it didn't change anything. In fact, we actually were better for it. The sex was still the same. You know, we still slept good. We still like everything. It's just a cleanup because it was like every time he slept, there was blood. Every time he walked, there was blood. And every time she was having to clean and stuff and like she was just a happy housewife to do it. And uh, he went off to work uh, just like like that. Mm-hmm. His <laughs> his skin hung in his closet like it was fucking his clothes. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, gosh, uh, so we kind of follow that. There's a point too where they have their friends over. Their friends are kind of, uh, un- kind of uncomfortable, and it, um, and at some point, like that kind of uncomfortability, like for, not for them, but also for him as well. It kind of hits a high point where they, um, they leave, and then they're going to bed. And there's like some like um, we get these, we get like a few. Sh- we always get these shots of them in bed. At first, it's with he like. He grabs her and holds her close, but then by the end, it's like he grabs her, but it's like kind of a reluctancy, like kind of hesitation there. But it's still, he still grabs her and loves her, but they're facing each other in the bed, and then he grabs her side, and then he starts to pull her skin. They use that sound effect of like pulling like rubber, yeah. whatever, and she breathes heavily. It's like, and then it ends. Yeah. And, um, uh, what did you think? I really enjoyed this one too. What do you know? I enjoyed almost all of these. <laughs> uh, I really liked it for the fact, like when I when it finished, I went to read the comments and I saw a comment talking about the meaning behind it. And I thought, damn, I don't know how I didn't notice that. That feels very obvious. It's the uh, in a relationship, it can be a toxic relationship specifically, where someone will make you change yourself to fit their preferences. And uh, in the end, you start to slowly hate yourself and them because you're not doing your th- the things you like to do anymore. And uh, in the end, they, the people that you changed, will eventually try to change you because you changed them and they're mad at you for it. So at that end, he was trying to change her by ripping her skin off. Yeah. And to- with the people uncomfortable around him, that's because in the relationship where you, they change you 
friends are like, what the fuck? You're not yourself anymore. I yeah. thought that was very nice. That's yeah, exactly. Like it's a, it's, it's a perfect metaphor for that, for, um, uh, emotional uh, isolation as well. You know, those go hand in hand there. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I thought, um, it was, a, it was great. I mean, that's, that's really, um, yeah, you, I don't know. Maybe you could take some other stuff to it, but that's, that's really all I got from it. Yeah. Obviously. Um, uh, the, um, his, um, the effects, the prosthetics or whatever. Really good. Those were really good. Um, it was just muscle. Like if you ripped your skin off, if you ripped your skin off and it was just like, huh, they did a good fucking job. Um, so do yourself a favor, rip your skin off right now. Do not do that. This is a joke. Don't do that. Don't, don't, do, that. Do, that. don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, yeah, um, it's 11 minutes, and it's really, oh, man, it's, it's just... worth a try, like, because it was a little fun at the start, but then it got sad, but it, it was got, fun. I will say, it's, like, it's so macabre and so uncomfortable, and, like, ugh, it's so fucking good. I it love it. just seen a dude with no flesh wearing a suit walking in, or just him uh, walking into the room and just, like, kissing her on the forehead and leaving, like, blood all blood, over the A blood fucking, like, kiss mark. Like, somebody with lipstick would leave. Yeah, um, the, the I will say the sex part really, like, I was... I, that made but me... I'm just thinking of his penis scares me. For right! Yeah. I'm just like, I'm like, that's so goddamn bloody. <laughs> like... Yeah, that's a mess down there. That is a fucking mess. And, like, there's... I, I, He's gotta be wearing a condom, that's all. Which I, is I, essentially I, skin. Yeah. Uh, it's still a bloody mess. But, uh, yeah, so I, I gave it four and a half. I I still love it. I don't remember. I don't think I rated it, but I'd give it four because okay. I really liked it. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. All right, uh, next up is Curve, 2016, directed by Tim Egan. It's not about a penis going to the left or the right. Thank you. Uh, so this one is... Uh, we literally start off with this woman. She's in the middle of the fucking ocean for some reason, but in the middle of the ocean, there's these structures. And one of the structures that she's on is a curved like surface high above what is described in the description of the film as a sentient abyss. Um, and she has to try to basically survive um, because this is a curved structure and any wrong move, she'll just tumble right into it. And it's only 10 minutes long, and fuck, I I didn't know how it would be. I thought it would either be... That's re- it, like, you just described the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, that's the really thing. Like, we like it, it's so intense because she's sitting there, and, like, every time her leg is, like, broken, I think, maybe. No, it's not broken. She's just laying on it weird. She's laying on she it moves, weird. she moves, like, trying to fix it to be comfortable, she's going to fucking she's, slide She's going to fucking fall. And so every time she's having to... Uh, it's such a fucking struggle because she's having to, like... She's cutting her hands she, on the wall because it's, it's concrete. It's rough concrete. It's, like, this rough concrete, and it's, like, it makes this... The, the sound design was really good too yeah. because it makes this grating sound of skin against rock. Yeah. And not only that, she's she's cutting up her back yeah. too. Like she's wearing a jacket, but you can hear on the back of her head. And you can see the blood coming down the wall yeah. where she's sliding and it's like she's grating your back. And then um, there's this also too, every time she looks across herself, she sees the same kind of, um, she'll hear occasionally somebody falling. She'll look across herself to see another curved platform um, structure and um there'll be blood on it just like her but then eventually it it keeps building up to where there's more blood more handprints and everything so like kind of say like there have been people in her position too but they've all fucking fall and um and i think that's also the abyss messing with her Mm -hmm. and um it's like it, it it's literally just her trying to like 
she's clinging on to this hope because I mean, there's nowhere to, for her to fucking go. I mean, if she, she can't climb up, that thing's too steep. It's too steep. It's just smooth. Yep. There's nowhere to go. And, and then it just starts fucking raining too. It starts raining. And that's where it's like, fuck, all hope is like, I mean, like really, like you've lost so much fucking hope. At that hope. point, I'm jumping in. Yeah. Because she, she takes off her necklace to try to like give her some friction on her fucking hands. Like uh, if you put chains on the tires and exactly to, to help her. But, um, when, like we went, so when she tries to move herself up, we hear a scream and then movement. And then our last shot is of the abyss. She's not there anymore. Yeah. She fucking fell. And what'd you think? I, I still really enjoy it. I've watched it when it first came out. And oddly enough, whenever stray, the video game with the cat, came out there was a scene in it that reminded me of it and i instantly googled it because i remember it i watched it so i watched it in august uh earlier this year because the video game stray reminded me of it yeah. and then now i i watched it again for this so i thought that was fun hell yeah dude i i loved it too i was like i was like this is either gonna be really boring or it's gonna be really endearing really Haunt, uh, enduring and a very haunting tension and I was right it was really fucking good I mean it's like we, we never see her actually fall but like you know the anxiety of it um it, it's always there and then also too that like even in a hopeless situation humans just still cling to just a little bit just a little bit of hope and um it's fruitless sometimes but um yeah like I, I know like I loved it. I gave it um four five stars actually. I gave it five stars. Yeah. I gave it four stars. Great, great little flick. Yeah, really good. You want to eat some candy? Let's eat some candy. Every two or something like that. Yeah. I don't know how many. Yeah, no, sure. Okay. Do you have any more you want to? Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, I have these uh, sour bright crawlers fruit crunch. Oh, okay, crunch. fruit crunch. Yeah. No, it's crunch. Okay. Oh, wow. It smell fruity? Yeah. It's very fragrant. Um, Got a yellow and blue one. Yellow, blue. Red and orange. orange. I think there's a third one. I'm trying just to look. Hmm. No, it says two on the bag. Oh, okay. Here you go. Thank you. Very fragrant. Smell them. Oh, my God. That smells exactly like fruit punch. Mm-hmm. Blop. I ate them both at the same time. Probably shouldn't have done that. Blop. Yeah, you got to do it one at a time. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I have to do it again. Oh, that blue and yellow is really fucking good. Mmm. 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 Dude, I fucking love trolley. I know I keep saying it every time we have them. Trolley. So good. So fucking good. All right. Next up is um, My House Walkthrough. This came out in 2016, directed by Piero Pito. Um, this one's kind of tough um, because there's no, there is dialogue, but it's just strictly subtitle. And it's the same dialogue over and over again. Over and over again. For the most part. And um, let me see. Um, what? What the fuck was I going to do? Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, so it's um, 
it's uh, 12 minutes. That's what I was looking at the time. Ah. It's 12 minutes long, and it's this um, it's this Japanese man taking us a walkthrough of his family home, showing us his uh, family. Very dirty. Very, very dirty. Yeah, heirlooms, family heirlooms, pictures and stuff. And, um, you know, he's showing us this hallway, the rooms, and then it, as he goes to the end of the hallway, he's going to show us another hallway, but it's the same hallway. Over and over again. Over and over again. It's a thing. But every single time they go through the hallway, something's changed. Like, it starts small. Like, you know, small little changes. Like, the faces are a little different until everything's different. Yep. It uh, it slowly but surely basically turns into hell. Um, Because, like Colt said, like, certain things will change. Like, the pictures, the faces of his grandparents and stuff, those will slowly get uh, distorted and torn up. Um... The room, there's these rooms with like a bunch of like old antique dolls. Those get fu- freaky as shit. Fucking creepy. I mean, to be fair, in the light and normal settings, they look no, they look fun. They look cool, but then like in this setting, they just look so freaky. Yeah. And uh, you know, it keeps repeating and repeating and repeating. And he keeps like with the way he keeps talking about the rooms and his grandparents and stuff. It's like nothing. None of it makes sense. Yeah, because he keeps saying like, "My grandma was here." Uh, and this is her room. Is her room? All right, I'm gonna go in here now. Uh, my grandpa's listening to some uh, sermon or something like that. Uh, sutra. Sutra, which He's is listening. like uh, chanting, essentially. It's um, you know, if you if you're thinking of like um, religious kind of prayers and yeah, stuff like that, so teachings and stuff like that. You yeah. can hear that in the background the whole time. And while this is going on, he keeps repeating like, "There's a typhoon in Japan right There's now." There's a storm. Yeah, it's just repeating and repeating until finally we get to the point to where the whole fucking the part of the house that we can't see the hallway, it's red. It's just nothing but red. Everything, it's like, you would think it's like they put some kind of filter on it, and it's just, everything is just covered in this red paper. Like, it feels organic, feels hellish. And every time he opens that fucking door, before we even got to this point, I felt like a fear, because it's so damn loud. It's so, it's so loud, and it's so fucking dark, and I get scared. And every time, too, if you look... uh there's just random hair strands, yeah. like just hair coming out of the wall and stuff like that. Fucking creepy as hell. Um, and and um, and we see this. He's like, "Here's my grandma in bed right now." <laughs> it's like every time before it says grandma was here, and then it, this time it said grandma's here, and it pans up to a grandma like bloodied, hair fucked up, just uh, this, in decay. And sleeping on this bed. Yeah. And then grandpa's here too, but it's this bloody red man in a in a bathtub. Yeah. And uh and eventually he's like, All right, well now I'm gonna go to bed. This is my room. There's no bed or any shit like it's that. It's just red. It's just red and then finally it cuts off and yeah. Um you kinda gotta watch it for yourself. It's it's so anxiety inducing and it's yes. so fucking creepy, but it's awesome. It's like, really awesome. There's a point in the movie where it's when he's introducing his, not introducing, he says, Grandma's here. There's a floorboard creak that's so fucking loud that the first time I heard it, I freaked out because it was so fucking loud. I, no, I I remember when I watched this, I had to take my headphones and I like make sure the sound was just loud enough that I can hear. Yeah. But like, I was just like, all right, just in case, because I don't want to be, this is fucking creepy. <laughs> and uh, it's so funny because like, the way um, the the um, the description in the video is like, uh, 
it was a, uh, it was like, this isn't, this isn't a horror movie. This isn't a horror movie. It's just a video of my house. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, even on here, it says out of me, it's not a horror. I just took a picture of myself, which is like, sounds way creepier than yeah. what he, what they put on there. But yeah. And, um, it's, uh, it's really, it's really cool. I, I gave it uh, five stars, but I think something we should talk about too is right before this, we watched a five minute video of how the guy put it together like how he did it and uh completely different i fucking love that <laughs> it's video. so good it has this like really upbeat like song it's a, like a fun pop song with a very high-pitched voice and it's just so fun i was, I was vibing to it because i watched it earlier today while they were watching i was just like fuck this rules yeah and i mean he he shows like during the daytime the house looks so normal it's so. like a normal house he showed it before he even started adding fucked up shit to it and like ruining it yeah and uh, and he went through the process of like um, changing it up, just doing this, doing that, and stuff until eventually it gets to the hellish house that it is, which he just got what like tissue paper and then was spraying like like a pink water or something to like, like set solution it. to yeah. like to like set it, but also to make it red. It was really fucking cool. It was very cool. I especially liked it when the mannequins came in <laughs> and it showed like them doing a little dance. They're doing a little dance. Like, all right. like all right, this. And then the grandpa is just a little kid mannequin in the bathroom. Yeah. And it's just so funny looking. It's so and, like it's, without watching that video first, uh, it all looked scary. But after watching it, I was like, fuck. Because there's a scene in the bathroom uh, where the grandpa's at where it looks like cockroaches are all over the wall. It's just eyelashes. It's just fake eyelashes that he glued together to make bugs which is really smart it's very creative because i was looking i was like fuck are those bugs yeah no it, it was really cool um i yeah i loved it um it was definitely one of my favorites give it a give it a go hell yeah four and a half for me i loved it uh, very good uh all right next up is uh my little goat 2018 directed by tomoki masato it is a graduate's film i believe and um trigger warning god fucking damn Trigger warning for uh, child sexual abuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is like stop motion kind of felt. Um, it follows this um, sheep goat woman. Yeah. Um, she's cutting open the belly of uh, the big bad wolf trying to get her children out and she's getting them out and uh it's just it gets more it gets so deranged yeah because when she pulls them out like the last kid that was eight he's in perfect condition because he's not into the stomach acid just yeah he wasn't in there that long but as she keeps pulling them out there's various forms of uh decay second time i'm using that here uh but the kids had less fur more burns on them from the stomach acid yep yeah so um and then she's looking for her uh last um child not Sake. yeah but i think he goes taruko yeah something like that um and she she can't find him until so then we go into the um the rest of the film where she is um going to her house with the um with she finally found her um her last child um and she takes him in she's like you know you can't sneak off or whatever you gotta stay here with the rest of the your brothers and sisters where you're safe, you know, out of all, like, and what we get is also what appears to be like a, uh, I can't, I can't remember, or I can't tell if it's, um, oh, eldest son, Taruko, sorry, yeah, so the eldest son, it appears to be a boy in a a little, like a fleece hoodie, yeah, like, that looks like a little lamb, yeah, and, um, and, uh, and yeah, so she's like, you know, 
telling them like don't come outside and don't open the door you know the big bad wolf's out or whatever so she goes to leave to go do some stuff and they put locks on the doors and stuff and and he's there and we get kind of this like um it's very unsettling like um image of the children who were some of the first to be eaten and they're all deformed and their voices are very um very cute and i'm getting sad it's very they're very sad. worn out and they seem like there may be some kind of trauma there too because they're like how do we know this is him and not the um the wolf in disguise and they're kind of like trying to gang up on him and be like you know can you prove yourself but this kid doesn't know what the fuck's going on so this kid tries to escape at any moment and, and the kids are not like being violent or mean or anything like you can't go in there mom said you can't go in yeah, there yeah they're trying to like don't go out don't go out and then finally um Whenever he tries to escape, he uh, the, he pushes out a mirror that's been under a blanket, and one of the uh, when the go when the kid sees himself and they see how deformed they are, and it's really sad because they get really sad and all the goats kind of get in the corner and kind of comfort her because it's like fuck, like these you know these kids like they may seem kind of like unsettling and stuff, but they're not like they're they were kids that have been. Yeah abused and deformed and uh, and the little boy feeling bad he gives uh the the sad one that's crying his own little fleece yeah puts it on and uh but during the attempts at escaping he um he accidentally knocks out some of the locks that they had in place and the wolf is in the vicinity so the wolf is able to break in but all the goats are able to hide some of them turn into uh stuffing into a little jar yeah it's it's really fun it's very fun but um Natsuke or Taruku isn't able to do that and then eventually the wolf breaks in but it's Natsuke's dad and he's like where have you been you know I've been looking all over for you they hug but then it gets worse it gets real bad so again trigger warning Uh, Natsuke's dad is like telling his son like you know you're not supposed to ever leave me again you know you're not supposed to do that like like blah 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 blah. you can't do that and then he starts like hugging him more and more but then starts sniffing him and then it gets a little more i I won't go into exact but it gets more touchy and then eventually rips off his clothes pins him down rips off his clothes and um that's when the lambs come in that's when the lambs come in they they all come up and they're like leave him alone so they all start trying to fight him and uh, there's different shots where He's not a man, he's the wolf. But yeah. then he's the man, but then he's the wolf. Mm-hmm. And then the lambs even turn into like a lamb megazord. Yeah, I love that. That was fun. I was really worried. I was like, fuck, don't. I was like, please don't kill one Don't of kill babies. anybody. And so, but they're trying to fight him. And they, but like they, they're kids. So yeah. they, they, they're not be able to put up much of a fight. And it just gets worse and worse until finally <sighs> the mother comes in, tases him, and they're safe. Mm-hmm. And, and it cuts back to the man. Uh, not as a wolf, but with his pants halfway down because he was trying to rape this little kid. Yeah. Um, could be his son. Yeah. Or could be just, you know. I- I'm going to go ahead and say it's his son. Yeah. And um, and, ev- and so what happens, they're all safe. Um, the mother, she takes him. Like in, the old, like in the story of the woodsman and the big bad wolf, she cuts open his belly, puts it full of stones, and throws him in the river where he falls mm-hmm. to the bottom. And... Um, and his shoe floats up, but that's it. He he's drowned and dead. You hear a like, helicopter fly over, trying to uh, find this fucker. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then um, but then all the kids they're back at home. Like he's integrated into their family. Um, 
one of the kids had the guy's phone, so they were playing on it. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, that's how it ends. I I uh, I really love this. It's it's. I didn't expect it to make me cry, but I did cry at this because it had like a very sad message, and I I just really enjoyed it. The fact that uh, I see the little boy coming from an already abusive family that is the father, uh, where he's coming to his new family where these kids are already harmed by their old father, which we saw at the beginning where he had already ate these kids and uh he just came to this new family he wanted to go home he wanted to leave because he didn't know these people but whenever he saw the little kids like oh shit maybe we have more in common than i think and uh so he just starts to become friends with them and it's just uh super nice to see them band together to kill this bastard that just they all of them were molested by uh their father figure and now that they uh have someone like a parent to actually take care of them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when I, I had heard, I, I've been kind of, I didn't know exactly what happened in this, but I know people like talked about this. They were like, they're like, it's pretty, it's pretty brutal, pretty hard. So I've been kind of like having to build up to it. And so like for this episode, I was like, cause again, like horror side of Twitter talks about this. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to include in this. I, I think I got to watch it and watching it. I'm like, yeah. This is this is fantastic, especially like um, what it has to say, and also to the animation, beautiful, beautiful, animation. like really good. Um, putting this together, and um, and yeah, and then also too like uh, like people who we like feel who we should feel safe with or who are familiar to us could very well be monsters. Yeah, like it also showed that the kids did try to fight, and like they can't protect themselves because they're only children. The only way to get help is to have a trusted adult. A trusted adult, and, like, we got to stick up for them. You know? We got to, like... Because we were all kids once. You know? Yeah. Um, and I, I totally get you crying, because... It, yeah, yeah, it's very sad. It's very sad. Uh, but it ends happily... Yes, with, it the, does. ...with the fucking monster being defeated, and I would say got what exactly what he fucking deserved. Deserved a little bitch. Um, five stars. Five stars. Right Fantastic. in the back. i say it's tied with Firebase. I really love it. Okay. Um... All right. Uh, candy time. Candy. Candy. Uh, you have any more over there, or do you want me to do it? I have watermelon. watermelon. I have those, too, so it's going to cross it off. Let's see. Watermelon. Watermelon. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Oh, they smell like watermelon. Mm-hmm. Mm, tastes like watermelon, too. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Damn, I love artificial watermelon. I know. I love normal watermelon, but artificial bang. This artificial one is really good, but you really taste some natural watermelon, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's good. We're juicy. All right. Next up, we have Other Side of the Box, 2018, directed by Caleb J. Phillips. So, this, what happens is we follow this couple. They're cooking. They're having a special night or whatever. Um, they get a visit from a friend, a friend that they've had some bad history with, and he gives them a box as a gift, and then he leaves. And um, he opens up the car that comes with it. It says um, to not, for specifically him, uh, actually, let me see. Uh, what was his name? Uh, their main character here. Uh, ben, right? Ben. 
I think Sean was the one that gave the box. Yeah, Sean was the friend or whatever. So Ben is not supposed to... He's supposed to keep looking at the box and not leave it. And it's like, why? So he opens up the box. It's just a black void. And they're like... The couple is like, what the fuck? And so they try to call to see what what the fuck is this. They try to find out what's going on. And then uh, this wet dude puts his head, points his head out. <laughs> Freaky as shit. Look, just staring. And... um. They're just like, what the fuck? This is also 15 minutes long, by the way. Mm-hmm. And um, so they're like thinking, what, like, what, what, what do we do? And like, um, you know, Ben is kind of being like, well, um, maybe we should go or whatever. And then um, the girlfriend's like, no, like, maybe we should keep looking at it. Like, she's actually smart. She's like, yeah. we need to keep looking at it. But it's he like, said to keep looking, keep looking. But let's see what happens when we don't. So they turn for like a second. They turn. They look back. The guy's fingers are out freaky as shit at that point i'd start swinging on it yeah for real i would start hitting so they're like fuck so okay what they do is the girlfriend sits down watches the box has a knife and he goes out to find sean the friend and so as he's driving around he calls him sean is like what the fuck are you doing here and uh he he, or like what what are you doing it's like you need to be watching the box you and he's like i'm sorry man i'm sorry and um at some point, the uh, the wet man in the box was uh, mimicking words, what yep. they were saying, with their voices and stuff. And um, so, uh, at some point, the man in the box is like, Ben, it has to be Ben. And Sean was like, I never said anything to the box. I never said anything. So, he goes back, and um, the lights are all off. They're, the, the, the knife is on the floor. The chairs turned over there's water on the ground the box is gone he's looking for his girlfriend he goes down into the basement um in there he the shower's on he turns on the light and then whenever he uh opens the curtain somebody's there but he gets fucking scared so he runs out and as he's running out he tries to go up the stairs and when he goes up the stairs there's people like you can't see who they are they're just silhouettes shadows but then he looks back into the room because he's at, he's at, he's in the cross where there's a hallway to the room and then the stairs up right in the middle at the base um the wet man's there basically looking around yeah. the corner and uh he you know he it's kind he looks of freaky shit he looks like a normal naked guy but yeah he still looks freaky he looks fucking freaky and it kind of like camera pans from him looking up the stairs to the room stairs room the people are getting closer and closer and closer until finally they're fucking in your face blurry and then he looks at the guy in the room he grabs the light and flicks it, and then you hear a little whelp from Ben because it's like, you know, yeah, that's it, and that's it, that's it. Uh, what you think? I really enjoyed this. I thought it was a fun little spooky thing. I uh, hated the little man coming out of the box because I, I thought it was scary. Yeah, I didn't hate it. Uh, I really thought it was good. Uh, I enjoyed it. Four stars. Four stars for me too. I I thought it was good. I liked it. Um, not much to say. Just don't get a box from your friend. Yeah, if your friend offers you a present and like quickly runs away. Don't open that. That's a Just very throw it in the garbage. It's a very bad sign. Um, so don't put my gifts in boxes. Uh oh. Anyway, uh, next up is Dark Water. This is from 2021, directed by Aaron Coates and Anna Nazari. Uh, this follows a young woman who is help cleaning out her mother's home, grieving. Her mother just died, and it's very rough for her. But uh, she finds a gift that says gemini on it that's the woman's name it's gemini and uh we get introduced to her brother who's like um like trying to help and 
kind of deal with this and stuff and get done with it. And um, eventually over the course of this, it's only 15 minutes, um, random sea creatures and stuff start to appear in the home. Um, it quickly becomes sticky in the house too. There's actually a point too where um, uh, the woman is trying to uh, crank one out, uh, yeah. rub one out uh, on the couch, but then a fucking sea creature falls from the ceiling. I thought it came out of her pants. No, it's all okay. ceiling. It came I, out of her pants? I thought, like, some weird creature. She gave birth to some freaky creature. No, but some weird shit does happen. So, um, eventually, she finally opens the box with her name on it, and apparently, she was a twin, hence the name Gemini. Yeah. Um, because there was, like, some old little doily hats or whatever for her twin sister, twin brother, or whatever. Um, but she calls her brother. She was like, hey, uh, did you know I was a twin? And he's like, you're not a twin. I was there when you were born, idiot. And uh, it's like, all right. Um, so there's that kind of mystery. Um, and uh, and then over the course, she feels this pain on her side. And uh, eventually she finds the, the back of the closet filled with water. And she kind of descends into it where it's like a uh, it's like a version of her house, but it kind of feels hotel-esque. Yeah. It's, just, it's just water and darkness kind of. And uh, you hear baby crying. So she goes into it. And then she finds this whole room submerged with... God uh, damn. God damn. The I, dog. I don't think it's popping up on Mike, but Darwin is going crazy upstairs. And we see this kind of whole, like, kind of reef of different, like, ocean animals, but, like, not really of this kind of... Definitely of this world, but also not. Um, she's trying to, like, uh, kind of figure out what this is and, like... Um, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, eventually, the the pain in her side is too much, so she opens it up, and a sea creature comes out with hair and flies into one of the reef things, yeah. and uh, she tries to get it, and eventually she um, she morphs into the reef itself, basically, where yeah. uh, we get this kind of like final shot of her morphed into it, wrapped in the creatures and stuff, and uh, and yeah, that's kind of it. What do you what you think? I thought it was aight. I I didn't necessarily care for it that much. Uh, I don't know what it is with water and like horror stuff. Water, it just doesn't. The the fear for water for me is drowning. That's it, really. And uh, if the creature something cool would have been here, I I would have been more into it. But it's just a lady becoming a cool reef in her house. I thought the house having all that stuff was cool, but also I would have not went in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was, uh, I liked it. I thought it was good, especially for what it was trying to deal with, like, um, with, uh, grief, uh, isolation. Um, uh, I saw some stuff about like, um, some fetal, um, maternal, you know, issues, stuff like that. Um, I also saw too, where the woman who actually, um, was in here. She actually had trained pretty hard, not harsh. Cause she was under that water. Yeah. She, she trained pretty hard to do this, which I thought was pretty cool. There was a, there's actually a comment in under the video itself from one of the directors, Aaron Coates talking about it. Like they're, you know, they're, they're happy about the project, excited, explaining like their process, stuff like that. I, that was pretty good. Pretty cool. Um, uh, I meant, I meant to read it beforehand, but I, I just didn't get a chance. Um, but yeah, uh, I gave it four stars. Uh, did you say you were rating? Three stars. Three stars. Yeah, I think it's a good watch. Um, definitely go check it out. But, you know, it's definitely um, 
kind of um, build up. But uh, anyway, last film, last movie. Candy first. Candy first. We'll do candy. Fuck face. How much do you have left over there? Oh my god. Yeah, be careful. That chair leans all the way back. Because I've got two candies left. Okay, you got Hershey bar. I've got something special and some sour strips. Should we do the something special? I want to do sour strips. Okay. Can we end it with the something special? Yeah. Okay. I had to open it. Doing candy. All right, we're going to take a break real quick. Saving this file. And we're back. We're back. This is part four. And uh, we're going to need some candy. Candy. What's up? What's I it? What is it? I got some Haribo Sour Streamers. Zing. There's four different flavors. One sour blue raspberry, sour cherry, sour orange, and sour apple. And uh, that sounds good to me. Go ahead and get you one of every flavor. One. Well, you have it, so I can't get any. No, I got to get them first. Yeah. Two. Three. And four. There you go. Thank you. Smell it smells like Halloween, like from when I was a kid. Does it not? It does. I don't know why I smelled the mic. It smells like it smells like Halloween. It's just like a mixture of candy, I know. But like I remember when I was a little kid go trick-or-treating and smell inside my bag and it smells just like it. It smells exactly like this. That yeah. I love that smell. Very nostalgic. Very nostalgic, yes. Yeah, I watched an episode of Bob's Burgers where they're all going trick-or-treating and fucking Louise always comes up with the best costumes. Yeah. So one of the costumes she came up with was a dragon with a girl tattoo. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to start eating my grain. I'll eat the red one. Green apple's good. Ooh. What was the red one? Um, nom, 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 nom. Sour cherry. That's sour. <laughs> yeah. It's. I'm just saying. Yeah. They could lie and say it's not. Hmm. I'm eating blue now. I'm going for red. That's good. You know me a good bit. What? If I change the background on their computer. To what? I don't know. Something funny. Okay. All right. Orange. Damn, that is orange. That is very orange. They're good, though. All around very good. Even though I haven't had my blue one yet. Better try a good one. Last one, here we go. Mm. God damn, I love candy. I don't have it often, but when I do, it's always with our group. And it's a fuck ton. Yep. Now I get why Joel just eats whatever fucking candy he finds in The Last mm-hmm. of Us. It's health. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. All right, we ready to talk about yes, the one? All right, this one came out in 2022, this fucking year. This is The Changing Room, directed by Sam Evanson. So, 
Let me see. Let me look at the time for this one. Very quick. short. It, it is short. It is short. Um, quick. Sorry about that. Four minutes. It's four minutes, and a woman wants to try on some clothes. She sees their fitting rooms are closed um, with this very ominous fucking metal door that's like, don't go back here. Um, but she goes back there anyway. And when she goes back there, we get in this cool looking changing room with these double mirrors, one on uh, left and right side. And it does this cool, like, uh, infinite effect where it's like mm-hmm. constantly just going on forever, forever, forever. She's not on her clothes, but then we see some weird shit in the mirror. <laughs> and uh, it's some pretty crazy shit. A man is just uh, hanging. He's just hanging in the one of the mirrors in the back, but then he falls. And then he starts fucking crawling through to her through the mirrors in the infinite mirror void to her. And she's screaming, terrified. She tries to hide. And when she does, shakes out her phone, looks at the camera. It has a selfie camera up to see if he's behind her. She doesn't see anything. She thinks he's safe. But then her, his hand grabs her. And then we see her not from from the mirror, like in the mirror void. We see her in the room. She's struggling because she's being hanged. Mm-hmm. And um, that's it. That's it. She dies. Um, what do you think? I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. Uh, I, and when I was little, uh, my grandma she had uh, well she had until she died that in her bathroom it was a mirror facing the opposite mirror. And uh, every time I'd go to use the bathroom at her house, I'd see it and it freaked me out. That's trippy. It was infinite, either way. And I th- at a point I didn't I wasn't scared of it, and I just like do. Woo! Because it was infinites. Yeah. Very cool. That's insane. Uh, That's very cool, though. But this was... It was fine. Yeah. I didn't really care that much for it. I'd say three stars. Yeah. Um, I gave it three and a half. Uh, the reason why I chose it uh, was just because I saw... Uh, I saw the cover... Uh, thumbnail image of the mirror like effect which is cool which is cool there's actually a video of how they made it i i haven't looked at it i want to though um it's a really cool i like the aesthetic um but yeah i mean you kind of get what you get with four minutes but it was all right and yeah. you know we kind of end on a little soft note but that's okay um i feel like there might have been something else nope that's it um so there you go that was all the short films uh uh, I'm sorry for any kind of disruption to the... Yeah, Pat kind of got killed in the middle. Yeah, that was kind of unexpected. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, and um, kind of threw me off. But yeah, here we are. We're at the end. Uh, the end of Wenzel's Horror. We corner. got some candy left before we, we go. We got one more candy, though. One more sweet for this short and sweet podcast. fucking open. To be fair, though, it's not short. It's not we, short. It's over two hours. It's over two hours. Nobody stopped me. Yeah, uh, so uh, I go to talk to my mom later. She's like, huh, so what'd you do? Uh, I ate candy in a basement for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if she's like, you know what? I don't think you should be friends with them anymore. <laughs> I think I'm doing good. This candy that I have right here is the Kraft Macaroni and Cheese Gummy. Uh, they had their whole section of Kraft gummies. There, Or not Kraft. It was uh, random food gummies. There was a Lunchable gummy set. There was a Hot Dog gummies. I want to say there was a bologna. And then there was Macaroni and Cheese. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but so I decided to pick up the macaroni and cheese because it was cheap. It was four dollars compared to everything. And else I mean, five. the box looks so very. Um, it looks like a box of macaroni and cheese. It does. Uh, 
Those things are fucking orange, too. They kind of... Whoa! It's not macaroni and cheese flavored, for sure. Yeah, yeah. They kind of remind me of those orange peanut candies. Mm, what does that smell? Maybe pineapple? Let me see. Oh, whoa, whoa, Is that whoa, whoa. pineapple? No. It's like... Oh, man. It, maybe? It's like pina colada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? That's... Whoa, that's wild. Oh, my God. They're hard. Oh, come on. Fuck, that's the hardest gummy yeah, we've That had. is so chewy. That's harder, that's harder than the high chew. It is. But it tastes good. That's all right. I like it. Thank you, macaroni and cheese gummies. Thank you, Kraft. Well, um... End us. Do we have any more candy? Is that it? Do you have any candy? No. That's it. That's it. It's all of our candy. Oh, man. Well, um... We would have had more, but Pat died, and uh, he let, took his candy with him. Yeah, he did. It's crazy, because when you die with candy, the candy actually goes with you. So Right up your ass. Uh, anyway, that sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> right up your ass. Um, uh, thank you for sticking around and listening to us. Um... Uh, we'll try to figure out how to work this, but I, I think I, what I want to do is I want to have the links for all of these films available for people. Um, I mean, you could look these up, but I, I want to give people access to watch these films for themselves, obviously. Um, because there's a lot of gems in here. Um, oh, man. Uh, I'm sorry. What, what would you say your top three is? Top three? Firebase. Oh, fuck, what's the little lamb one called? My Little Goat. My little goat and my house walk through. Nice. I thought those were all fantastic. I would say my number one is it's got to be fucking Firebase. Firebase, Firebase is, is so fucking good. Um, number two is my little goat, obvious reasons, and my number three I would have to give it to La Cabina. Telephone box. That one was really fucking good. It was I really good. Um, I really want to look at more old school horror short films. I just want to watch more old school horror that's not like mainstream. Yeah, and foreign specifically. For real, because like this was like, like th- this felt like. I mean, this was definitely like a time capsule out of the seventies, mm-hmm. but it was so. It was very high quality. It was very high quality. Yes, I was about to say like they put so much effort was put into this. I mean, so much effort was put in a lot of these films. I'll say that too. Um, but yeah. Um, but again, thank you for listening. If you stuck around, I hope you enjoyed these. Uh, I do hope to do another horror short film um, in the future. Maybe just a short film corner in general. Mm-hmm. Um, when well, it's not Halloween. But it's not Halloween. You know, it's just short. Films in general. So um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I actually have a fun name for those, but I will tell only Colt after. Okay. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, you can follow us. Uh, go check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, uh, Overcast, where all you can hear. Um, leave us a rating or a review. You know, subscribe to us. Um, it really helps us out. We do listen to feedback and anything, but if you give us anything lower than five stars... We will find you. We will find you. Anyway, um, follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast, where we tweet um, just shit. Um, yeah, absolute garbage. Yeah. Not true. Um, Instagram, at AYCH Podcast as well. We also shit on there, too. Uh, we just get pictures, though. Yeah. Um, 
No, we, we he has pictures of our toilets. With we we fat do logs. <laughs> we have some good art there too. Some good get some good stuff Pat has done and um some yeah. stuff you've done too. Some some, some stuff I done. Uh, go to our twitch.tv slash all you can hear. We have uh we'll you know we have stuff on there. Uh, but you're gonna want to go to our YouTube. Yeah. Um, all you can hear as well for our VODs. Um. Go check out our AYCH Extra channel where we have um, our extra shows, our shows that are not in the main feed, but we, you know, we didn't make a separate feed for them. Uh, we such have, as? Such as Backlog Boys. That's me and Colt and Tanner's show where we go through our backlog of video games. We talk about them in kind of like a uh, essay kind of opinion format. Yeah, um, we have a main episode at the end of the month and a fun little catch up episode in the yeah, middle. Yeah, it's it's we talk about any news in the game world or news about us, what games we've been up to playing together and stuff like that. Because we're gamers. We're gamers. Uh, go check out, um, uh, Ultraman Files. Ultraman Files. That's Pat's Ultraman thing. It's really cool. Really good. Go check out Grimoire Cinema Horror. I'm sorry, I don't memorize the name. Uh, we don't do the plugs. We were we left don't, here in the basement. We don't. We were. And I don't know if we can leave. <laughs> I don't know if we can leave either. That's what I'm scared about. I think we're gonna have to sleep here. I can't, there's only one bed, and it's a twin. Oh my god. There's a table. My back's fucked. I know. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna have to take the table anyway. So. um... Go check out that. That is JoJo, Ash, and Pat's show. They talk about old school, or not old school, but they talk about like gothic horror, mm-hmm. uh, goth kind of culture and horror film. Goth cinema. Goth cinema, gothic cinema. Um, it's really um, it's really cool, really good, I hear. Um, I definitely want to check it out. I definitely need to sit down and check it out as well. Um, also, there's Cage and Greatness. That is mm-hmm. uh, Justin's mm-hmm. show where they talk about everything Nicolas Cage. And um, anything else? That's it, yourself. Oh, no, uh, Tanner's Wrestling Show. Tanner's Wrestling Show. I cannot remember what it's called either. Fuck. We're so bad. Mus- Pat's muscle gonna orchestra. Beat me. Muscle Orchestra? Muscle Orchestra. That's it. Yeah. Um, go check those out. I'm so sorry. Uh, thank you for listening. You can follow me, Wenzel, on Twitter, at WenzelWookie. You can follow my art Instagram, at World of Wednesday. Go follow my bookstagram, where I talk about books, at Wenzel Manters. Go to my store, worldofwednesday.bigcartel.com, where I sell stickers and prints. I really appreciate it. My link tree has links for everything, including my letterbox, my Goodreads, and my Kofi. That's in my bio for all my stuff. Um, and go check out Backlog Boys as well. I'm really excited for that and for our first official episode yeah, to come we, out. As of, right, as of us recording right now, we record our first episode tomorrow, or like our big episode. Yep, and uh, it'll be coming out uh, this week. Yeah. Actually, yeah, this Wednesday. Yep. The the the, the, the Wednesday this ep, the Monday this episode comes out. Our new our first episode will be coming out Wednesday. That following. Yep. So yeah, go check that out. Thank you. My name Colt. Follow me on Twitter Colt D zero zero and uh, go just eat some trolley. I guess it's fucking good. They should add, like sponsor us. Really. Wouldn't that be fucking crazy if we got a trolley sponsorship? I fucking love trolley, dude. I love trolley. If we got food sponsorships, I absolutely. Oh, fuck yeah. Send me those Elden Ring peach rings. I, I really wish I could get some of those. I know they're just peach rings with Elden <laughs> yeah. Ring on them. <laughs> I would really appreciate, like, Mountain Dew, Dr. Pepper sponsorship. That'd be sick. Yeah. Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys listen out there. <laughs>